This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Damon, I've just seen there's an official New Japan podcast here at the Airwaves, and they didn't ask us. What's up with that? This is probably just going to be me, David, but I was quite distracted by Jeff Cobb's penis. Sorry? Which was very visible. I absolutely fucking get a boner over that. Ugly seed on Twitter, David. Everyone should just log off and get the bit. You know you don't like me. Now now you're coming over because you you want my fucking peep? Get up the street! I'd be like, get out of here! I want to give her it. I'd be like, go fuck your mother. Oh, I, I love a burnt sausage where it's just all charred on the outside. Although that said, when I'm having a steak, it's got to be red. Now, every time I have lasagna, I'm going to be like, oh, can you pass the boot? Come! Half of his tights were sort of riding up one thigh, and then I could just, I could really see his, his meat and cream <laughs> veg there, and it distracted me quite a lot from yeah? this match. While you're doing that, before you get into that, I'm just going to type into the search engine here. Riley Reed Anal. Okay, fire away, Joel. I'm, I'll be set. Part of me. Oh, Jesus. What's going on? Ah. What's happening? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. What's going on over Okay. I mean, seriously. The cops are going to come. I'm so sorry. The cops are going to be there. Oh, listen, we've heard a disturb. Neighbors are complaining. That's uh, the cats. Hello everybody and welcome to the CJ Cast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by David McDonald. I've got a plate of delicious fried chicken wings I'm about to start eating while we're recording. I've got two cats on the bed next to me having a fight and squeaking. Everything's a go, Damon. How are you? Great. I have I have mental health and medication, I'm a, a monster energy drink, and um, and I'm sleepy because I woke up for that nonsense show. I didn't like when I, when we, we were making plans and and scheduling this out, it always stinks when it's in the middle of the week. And I didn't know it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, my time. So it's like, I got to work. I got what am I going to do? So um, I didn't watch the whole show, full thing, but I watched everything else during the week. So we'll have plenty to talk about. But, yeah, whatever. Fine. <laughs> way, to, way to rock and roll. High energy opening from Damon this morning. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, let me ask you a question, and I'm sure you can have some strong thoughts on this. Talk to me about Lance Archer. Lance Archer single-handedly promoting the G1 in Dallas. Fucking love it. And I and I gotta be honest. If that guy doesn't get on that show in a high, not some throw-together tag match, like he really deserves. Let me take that back. No one deserves shit. But here's a guy that on, it, and it feels to me. Completely on his own. I'm sure he's got some, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of help from New Japan when you know he has a, he has a table set up for Christ's sake. He is hustling, right? And it and 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 all the props in the world because New Japan could send over anybody, but the guy lives in the area, lives in Texas. He's out there in the hot sun, sitting there 
trying to sell tickets. And I think that is commendable, and I he deserves a bonus. And if he doesn't get one, I want him to contact us, and we will fight for him to get a little something extra in that paycheck. He deserves it. Good job, Lance. And lest we forget, Damon, this is a guy who was given nothing yep. on the MSG cards, who would be forgiven for feeling a bit like, ah, oh, fuck this company, I'm, I'm not going to help them. But no, he's doing it because... He's just a good bloke, isn't he? Good guy. Uh, yeah. Not a and a smart guy. And a guy who's like, okay, I'm going to make the most of this. And I'm going to show this company what I can do. And again, if he doesn't get like a cut of ticket sales that he sells, uh, there's something wrong. But yeah, good on him. I mean, seriously. He, he's got... Not on Madison Square Garden. He, you know, the, the, the last show that I really vividly remember him on was his singles match against Osprey, uh, which was great at New Japan Cup. Look, you know... Talk about a guy that's, that's trying to make the most of a situation. Good on him. Yep, seems like a good guy and um, a hustler and uh, somebody who's going to, you know, as I say before, chicken salad out of chicken shit. So good for him. He better be on that fucking card. I know that. Yeah, I'd also like to get him to co-opt the official Super J-Cast meetup in Dallas. Yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be nice if he showed Right? Maybe maybe we can arrange that. I know that um, our Discord is where you all, our listeners, you want to be, right? Because that's where a lot of the uh, logistics and planning and so forth taking place right now. We have uh, we have our crack team on it. and uh, Yeah, let's give them a shout out. That's yeah. uh, Booze Leprechaun, Nicole, and uh, the real Forno, Tyler. Yep, taking the lead there and making things happen. Yep. I'm not going to be there, but you will, Damon, and anyone else who wants to get involved, then join the Discord. Yep, absolutely join in. Um, and if you're going down to Dallas, it's going to be a fun time. And, and this is going to be a legit thing. This is going to be a nice place. Uh, I mean, not, you know, not a suit and tie, very casual. Uh, that was the one thing I said. I said, you know, just make it relaxed. Well, let, let's make it black tie. Yeah? yeah you want to make it formal Everyone wears a, a tux. I'm, like the uh, WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. I think it should be that sort of uh, vibe. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Can we have an induct? Can we have our own Hall of Fame there? Very yeah. long speeches. Yeah. 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 Very long speeches. I'll, I'll listen. I'll get a couple pints in me and just ramble on. And then the night music. Right. Look, I uh, you know, I say we have a let's have our first uh, let's have our first Super JKS Hall of Fame ceremony there. Wouldn't that be something? If we have our own inductees, like who who would you induct into yeah. the who would you induct into the Super JKS Hall of Fame? I, I just off the top of your head, give me two names: Super JKS Hall of Fame. Noah's penis. Yeah, Noah's penis. All right. Who else? Um. Uh, oh, Andrew T. Rich, of course, Ooh. for our jingles. There's so many people. Nic- Nicole does amazing work. I guess if we're talking about contribute oh, and editor Dan, editor what? Dan, that would be my first pick. Don't make me choose. Ed- editor Dan's got going first. Yep, editor Dan is first pick. Uh, second pick. Hmm, I might go with Voices of Wrestling flagship because they inspired me to do this. They are the inspiration and the blueprint for Super Jcast. Um, I think also they are the best. They're, they're the best wrestling podcast. Let's just say it as it is. Yep. I listen. I'm in full agreement. I told I told Rich right to his face, and I told Joe right to his face. I was like, you know, you're the reason why we do this, and thank you for all the opportunities you've. Um, who else would you put in? I would. I got to be honest with you. I would put in Colin Miller. I would put in Colin Miller as well. Oh, 
Definitely. Right? Definitely well deserved. Pioneer. Yep. 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 Amazing work that you two did. You two got me into this game. So mm-hmm. what can I say? I was a huge Procast fan. Nice. And I think Scampy gets in. I think Scampy gets into the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you who doesn't get in, and that's Gatti, because she's trying to eat my chicken wings. She can oh. fuck right off. Oh, jeez. She's, she's getting the old uh, CM Punk treatment from Vince. <laughs> yeah, getting in. Uh, all right, well, look. I think that might be a that might be a fun thing to do though. If you if, if we uh, you know if we really want to do something, have a little Hall of Fame. That might be fun actually. That might be fun. All right, we'll think about that. Um, all right, what else we got? We got uh, plenty of shows to talk about, don't we, Joel? But uh, listen, let's not start there. I'm sure we got other nonsense we can talk about to be on brand. How about that open? Right, that was a pretty good open, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of us went away and we thought, right, let's show what we're made of. Let's put our best foot forward and make a little compilation of all the stupidest, shittiest on-brand moments from the Super J cast. I know I wanted to do a big re-listen. That's my project at the moment. And yeah. we've got a few people on the Discord helping. Uh, the Spear Tip, Dan, he's he's um, made a really nice spreadsheet for that. So I listened to like the first five episodes and just picked up my favourite moments for it. And I believe you're going to hear that at the end of today's show. So a little treat for you for uh, listening all the way to the end. You've yeah. you got to listen to the plugs and everything. I cracked up. That was only from really three shows that I pulled clips from. Um, yeah, I mean, we, I was just cracking up listening to some of this stuff. Just completely out of context, too. Just, uh, listen, we're funny fucking people. I'm sorry. Uh, do you, listen, do you want to address the elephant in the room? you want to talk uh, official podcast or uh, and, our, and our takes on this and our feelings on this? Because many people have already fucking poked the lion, so to speak, and you know tried to get us to react. And, um I don't know. Well, let me say this. Um, Chris Charlton and Michael Craven don't have their wives in the office with them rustling around with uh, crinkly plastic bags uh, while they're recording. So they've got that going for them for a start. That's a good point. Um, Yeah, a lot of people have asked, oh, um, asking for... Asking for our thoughts on this. And here's the thing. We've known about this for a while, but we couldn't say anything, obviously. And... I never expected us to be asked because obviously from the point of view of the company, they want people who work for the company. They want people who live in Tokyo. They want people who are going to tow the company line and they want people who are going to do it for free. And I don't think we tick any of those boxes, Damon. So I'm not really that fussed about it. I listened to it. It was quite informative. Chris Charlton is always informative. Michael Craven, eh. No, I think they've they've got quite a way to go before they start uh, challenging for our throne at the top of the New Japan podcast game. So I'm <laughs> I'm not feeling the heat, Damon. I we're still number one by some distance. Right. Look, here's the thing, and in in all seriousness, uh, we love Chris, absolutely love, and I couldn't be happier for him. Right. Uh, and yeah, we did know in advance. We did know well in advance, actually. Um, it's just it wouldn't work for anybody, right? I mean, we're not going to be what they want, and they're not going to be what we want, right? We're, we're, I mean, we don't speak Japanese. They want somebody who can. Chris can. They want somebody who works for the company. We don't. Chris does. They want somebody that's in Tokyo. We don't live there, or you know, in, close to the offices at least. Um, and they're not going to get. They're going to get this, and you know, I don't think you know as much as. People in the company do listen and know who we are. Uh, oh, Juice Robinson was talking a little bit about us, by the way. FYI, just uh, I got. Oh yeah, yeah. Go, go on. 
Well, I mean, uh, they uh, real hero Eric, I told you, is in Japan and spent some time uh, um, in the Corkin area and uh, had dinner with some uh, some of the guys and um, a couple guys from all Japan um, that he hangs out with and he knows uh, part of his group. So you know, turned into this whole thing. There's you know. (laughs) <laughs> and he wound up eating dinner with juice, and I think I think Will Ospreay was there as well. Um, but but uh, he's going through pictures, and he's like, "Oh, I know that dude." You know, and point him out. I see that guy around. But, but oh, that's the, that show. Okay, great. Yeah. Um. Anywho, uh, again, we're just it's, I don't think it's a good fit for anybody, right? But I'm look, I'm thrilled for Chris, um, and I think he's really the only person to be able to do that job, right? Now, with that being said, I don't know if. All right, let me give you a little. Let me give you a little Damon history. So when I did the Philadelphia Flyers podcast for, I did it for like three years. Their official podcast. It there, there's two sides of the coin. One side was okay, cool. I have access and I could talk to players anytime I want. Not anytime I want, but you know, I have a little bit more access. The other side of the coin was, and you know, you're on their website, so you get a lot of eyes and ears, and you know, people kind of get. To know who you are, and it's you know you're you're a part of you're a part of the team, and you're getting a check with the Philadelphia Flyers logo on it, which was fucking cool. Not gonna lie, very cool, dream come true kind of thing. Would I like to have had that for New Japan? Of course, I'd be lying if I if I weren't right. But in the same breath, on the other side of the coin, it's everything is great. Everything is cheery everything is smiles everything is positive it's they didn't do anything wrong it was they just it couldn't catch the breaks and blah 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 which kind of is to me like ugh, i feel like i'm just kind of spouting a corporate message and that's the last fucking thing i want to do when i yeah do- we're, we're the voice of the fans damon can you imagine a situation where uh let's say we're about to start recording sometime towards the end of last year and then someone in a suit comes in and says uh, boys, you need to say that Lanny Poffo was very good on color commentary. Right, right. That's just, I, I, you know, that's going to be a, I think it's, you know, I think people can see through that. Now, with that being said, I think it will be a great source for news and interviews. And um, I just don't know if you're going to get, I, you're, you're going to, there, there is room for multiple versions if you're a fan of new japan pro wrestling right if you want honest takes and honest feelings and 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 to to get you to discuss and to think critically and to uh scratch that fandom itch i think that's where we we fall in and that's what that's what we do we're not scared damon we we say how we see it and i know it sounds cliche but we are not afraid of saying stuff that we know are going to piss a lot of people off, but we are true to ourselves and we don't want to compromise that. Right. And, and that's not to say that, that the, the official podcast won't have elements of that, but I think there will be a, a, a filter. I think there has to be a filter because guess what? If I'm Michael Craven, I, I need that to be because I'm not. It's, this is not to get Chris over. This is to get the company over, right? So, again, I but I think there's room for for all of it, right? And I'm happy for Chris, and I'm happy for everyone involved. Was it disappointing to not get the tap on the shoulder? I, yeah, right. I mean, I think I think I think 
at the very least, we want to be recognized for the, the work and the contribution that we do. That's all. And, and, and we have. You know what? There are, there are elements in which we have. Um, but I, I just don't think it would have been a good fit and all the way around. And I'm kind of happy doing what I'm doing here. And um, even though you know, I don't even know what kind of money they would throw. Probably not. I mean, let's be, I'm going to be truthful. Probably not a lot. Right? I'm just being honest. It's probably not a lot that they would offer. Um, and I don't know if, if, if I would want to not do what we do for a couple bucks. I don't know if that's what I'm interested in. All right. So that's that. Everybody got that. Good. We can move on. And let's move on. Okay. Next piece of news is Tomohiro Ishii Togi Makabe to join Legends in Ricky Choshu's retirement match. After nearly 50 years in professional wrestling, Choshu will finally retire on June 26th at his self-promoted Power Hall event in Karakuen Hall. Um, I'm just skimming through the rest of this. Uh, there's going to be uh, his retirement match will take the form of an all-star six-man tag. Choshu will team up with Shiro Koshinaka and Tomohiro Ishii to face the combination of Tatsumi Fujinami, Keiji Muto, and Togi Makabe. Uh, so, your thoughts on that? You're going to be uh, tuning in. I'll watch it, but I mean, I'm not expecting a miracle here. Um, um, look, he's retired 17 times. It feels like, right? Um, there's only only so many times you can go to that fucking well before people start just being like, okay, you know. I mean, he retired at a dome show. He wrestled four, t- what, five times. Liger was one of the matches that he had. That it. Um, you know, what, what I don't know. Sometimes that's just it's it's a pro wrestling retirement, and everybody kind of takes it tongue in cheek at this point. I really respect the people that do walk away and walk away completely. Um, you know, maybe if you have a backstage uh, presence or training or something like that. But the people who walk away, I, I respect more than the people who constantly dip their toes into that into that you know tug on your heartstring pool. And we know the names. You know, as much as I love him, and I think he's one of the greatest of all time, you know, Terry Funk's guilty of that. And Onita and Choshu is guilty of that. And, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, I don't know. I think it loses lots of luster. I think this doesn't have nearly as buzz as, you know, obviously his first retirement. But, look, you got to pay the rent, right? I guess that's really what it comes down to. You got to scratch that pro wrestling itch, and you got to pay the fucking rent. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And this is an example of that. Maybe sometimes your moral code of, oh, I can't go back and be disingenuous to the fans uh, takes a backseat to, ah, the rent's due. Mm, Okay. Time to put on a retirement show. Next up on the docket, Damon, you'll be relieved to hear that Hiroshi Tanahashi has been discharged from hospital after receiving treatment on his left elbow. So best wishes for a quick return to action to Mr. Tanahashi. Mm. You were worried there for a minute, weren't we? I was, we were, were we sweating? I don't think anybody was sweating. Um, look, let him take the, take the time off. We've been saying it for years. Take take the time off when it's when it's available. And this is a stretch where it's available. No biggie, right? Get him all geared up and fired up and ready to go for G1. Get him healthy there. Um, he deserves a break and, uh, you know, rest his weary bones. No worries there. And the other notable piece of news which came out in one of these shows, I forget which one, uh, Kota Ibushi has signed with New Japan, in his own words, until the day he dies. Uh-oh. This sounds like a Bret Hart situation to me. <laughs> Is he is is there going to be an Osaka screw job somewhere where the company can't pay him his 
billion dollar com- uh, contract, and then he writes Kota Bushi writes stands up on the turnbuckle and you know writes in the air A J P W, and he spits- punches Kidani in the face. Right, right. He spits on Harold May. Um, yeah, uh, for life, huh? What does that mean exactly? So he's so he so it's a bit ominous, isn't it? Yeah, like what does that mean? Like he he'll be training i mean in what role what capacity um it's weird is it we- landing on his head <laughs> right right here's how you do it kids um isn't it we again to give that 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 analogy of you know your friends break up on on you know and and and, and you know one of them's taken the social media. Uh, look at how great my life is, and I've always wanted a commitment. And look at me now. I'm, you know, I'm just latching on to, to New Japan. Like you know, look at my look at look at us on vacation. Uh, it does seem a little bit like he's really going all in one way, right? When he really wasn't caught from cut from that cloth, it seemed like he's really going all in on the commitment and the. Uh, I'm here for life, and I'm never leaving, and woohoo, Lion Mark, and, and all that stuff. It's like, I mean, really? You serious about all this? Or is this just a broken heart, and you're trying to mend it very quickly? Yeah, this could be one of those situations with the, he thinks the lady doth protest too much. Mm, mm. Man, look at you with the, uh, is that Shakespeare? Uh, yeah, Hamlet, I think. Oh, all right. Listen, I'm not really that... You're not going to get that on the fucking official New Japan podcast. Yeah. How about that? How about that for culture? What culture? Ew. What? <laughs> okay. And well, if I hear any Shakespeare references being yeah. dropped in that show, then I'll know that you're copying from me and yeah. you'll be hearing from my lawyers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I-, I wonder how many bits we're going to get ripped off. Listen, we get ripped off all the fucking time. It seems like every move we make, five other people are doing the same fucking thing. And not only in my podcast, but in my fucking life as well. Mm. Uh, you know, well, I will say, we'll just count the bits. We'll count the rip-off bits that, that are going to happen. I wonder if they contact Andrew Rich for their official theme music or whatever they're, they're calling it. Do we sound that, like- that was very cheeky of them, wasn't it? Asking people to write jingles for free. And someone... Quite rightly commented, you're the second biggest pro wrestling company in the world. Pay someone to write a jingle. <laughs> right. How about it? They got, a, they got a plethora of of resources. Guess what? You know what? Did we pay Andrew Rich for anything? Maybe. We probably bought him beers, but I don't think. Did we pay him? We didn't. Think, we didn't pay him. Uh, we should. We, we should, should give him something, shouldn't we? We should give him something. We paid for our, 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 our uh, all the logos that we have, all the t-shirts, which would be nice if you bought one. Um, we paid for all the artist work, right? We made sure of that. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of money to throw around, but every once in a while, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to throw it around. But Andrew Rich did a lot of that other kindness of his heart. We bought him some beers. Um, I hope that helps. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. All right. Enough of our, enough of our negativity. Didn't somebody call us? Was, did, what, did we, what were we called? The fuckheads. Well, yeah, that's true. That was, <laughs> yeah, that's that's everyday life too. We should have start with that. Just leaned into it. Yeah, right. No, wasn't weren't we? That would have looked good on a t-shirt. Right, the fuckheads. Just like like Shibata has the wrestler. It would just be the fuckheads. Um, no, we were called like the super negative cast in like Chris Charlton's mentions. Um, all I gotta say is go fuck your mother on that one. You know, get up, get up the street. You know what? I hate, I hate you. <laughs> what do you think of that? 
Good. All right. What else? We <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's move on then to discuss the best of the Super Juniors 26 lineup, which was exactly the same as that leaked picture uh, oh, about a month ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have the Mysterious X, who is almost certainly El Fantasmo, according to the little video they played. Jonathan Gresham, Bandido, Titan, Marty Skull, Flip Gordon, Yusuke Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Rocky Romero, Sho, Yo, Will Ospreay, Taiji Ishimori, Robbie Eagles, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, El Desperado, Takamichi Noku, Dragon Lee, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi. Now, we will give a full preview of the best of Super Juniors near the time, but uh, just initial thoughts, Damon, on this lineup. Any surprises there? Mm, I mean, I think Marty was, was the one that kind of, just because of how he's delivered everywhere else, you know, I know he's a junior in New Japan. I am still a little shocked that Osprey is in. I know they, again, because he just felt like they did everything in their power to not make him a junior. Um, and, you know, and, but at the same time, and, and commentary and everyone else is, you know, making sure you're reminded that he is still a junior. Um, I don't know. I thought he would have graduated. With that being said, what a lineup. Oh, fucking Christ. I mean, again, I, I mentioned it before. You could stick all those names in a hat, pull out random two, and it's going to be really good, really solid at the very least. I don't think that there is a matchup anywhere. Again, pulling names out of a hat, fire pro wrestling style. I don't think that there is any combination where I'm like, eh, I might fast forward through that. I don't think there's one. I don't think there's a there's a that's I can't even say that about G1, right? G1 is there's plenty of places where I'd be like, eh, let me just fucking, you know, life's short. Give give me give me a worst case scenario, Joel, of a match on that goddamn tournament, where I would even remotely possibly hit that fast forward button. Give me anything. Give me your worst case scenario. Taguchi versus Tiger Mask. All right, maybe this one. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't think that's going to be that bad. That's, but okay, all right, maybe. It depends on what day of the week. Well, you'll probably get pissed off grouchy Tiger Mask at that point, and that's always the best Tiger Mask, right? Taguchi. Yeah, he'd be sort of kicking Taguchi up the arse, wouldn't he? It'd probably be quite fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you, I guess if you're, you know, yeah, all right. Maybe that's the one where you're kind of like, all right, maybe I skip over this one. But it, it it can be good. It can be good. Again, given you know certain scenarios and give me one more. All right, let's just shoot my whole theory in the fucking you know just crush it. But give me one more. Um, Bushi uh-huh. versus Rocky Romero. I think that might be pretty good. That could be good. Oh, they they sort of legit hate each other in real life, don't yeah. they? Okay, maybe that's a bad example. Um, hmm, Taka Michinoku versus Tiger Mask. Yeah, yeah, that might be one. That might be one. You're gonna get you're gonna get slimy heel Taka. Let me guess, they're gonna try and rip off the fucking mask, right? I'm, 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 I'm booking the I'm, I'm, I'm the fucking agent for this match. All right, well, here's what. You're okay, for, for, okay, we got a lot of mask people in this best of the super juniors, Damon. Give me over under how many instances Ooh. of attempted mask rippage will we get throughout this tournament. Great, I'm gonna set the bar at. I'll set it at an even ten. 
I'm going to set it at an even 10. Do you go over 10? Again, the entire tournament, mask ripping off attempts. Over 10, under 10. Uh, I'm going to go over 10. I'm going to be ambitious here. Me too. Me too. I'm taking the over. I mean, you think of all the masks that are there, right? I mean, you're including Despy and uh, Dragon Lee and uh, who else? Uh, Tiger Mask. And yeah, okay. So all the mask people, we have got uh, Bandido. Right. Titan. Right. Tiger Mask. Yep. El Desperado. Yep. Dragon Lee and mm. Bushi. So that's mm. six mask-wearing wrestlers. Right there. Right? That's, yeah, you're fucking getting... You, I'm taking the over on that one. Over. Take the over. I think it might be easy money, actually. But anyway, great, great lineup. The high end of, of that is going to be great. And again, when you get to, like, the, you know, the semis and the finals, whew, fucking, it's going to be ridiculous. I'm really looking forward to it. Really, really looking forward to it. We, they should fly us over there and have us do fucking, like, post-game or pre-game. Now, they won't do that now because they got their own fucking little thing. Man, I, I really feel... <laughs> just can't let it go, can you? I, I can't, really can't. You know what? Now, 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 now that we're doing a show, it's kind of it's kind of hitting... It's hurting a little bit. It's hurting a little bit. Just, I can't let it go. Hmm. All right. Maybe it hurts a little bit more than I let on. All right. All right. Uh, so, g- good stuff. With Looking at this lineup, Damon, um, do you... Okay, so... Compared to last year, we have lost ACH, Hiromu, Kushida, and Chris Sabin. So do you think, on the whole, this is a stronger or weaker lineup than last year? Because I think the new additions have more than made up for it. And the fact that we got 20 people instead of 16, I think this is stronger. I like it because I like the fresh matchups, right? As much as I love Kushida, I mean, it feels like we've seen a lot of Kushida um, in every possible junior situation. It's like, okay... I like the fresh matchups. I like the new blood. Um, I like the people that they brought in. I like, um, I don't know. I just feel like this has a, an energy. I think Grisham adds a real nice monkey wrench to this. I think Shingo adds a great monkey wrench to this. I think Sho and Yo uh, add, a, add, a, add, a, add an element that uh, makes it, again, they were in last year, mind you, but still where they were last year to where they are now, I, I feel like it adds an extra element. Um, right, because a lot of people are talking about Shingo running away with this thing, but show feels like a significant roadblock. Yep, it really does. And they had, you know, we'll talk more about it, but th- it felt like, you know, they were they were standout stars of, of the past week. Um, Dragon Lee as your champion. I mean that's that's new and fresh and exciting and and the possibilities are great there. Nah, I think this is going to be really great. Um, I, again, even you throwing out a couple of those possible on paper matches that that don't necessarily sound sexy, I think they have a possibility of sexiness. A possibility of sexiness. They're 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 a forty five year old housewife going out on the weekend. There's a possibility sexiness possible it's there could happen good night could happen why am i knocking 45 year old housewives <laughs> they're nice people all right uh good good stuff all right so some questions about this uh, the real fauna says with the build of shingo and uh, not having him eat a pin at all since he got to new japan how do you book him in best of super juniors does he take a loss in the block does he go undefeated or do they go time limit draw 
Okay. You don't have to have him go undefeated in Best of the Super Junior because you've already planted the seeds and laid the groundwork to make when he does take that fall, if he does, but when he does, significant and meaningful and powerful and impactful, right? He's not fucking losing in multi-man tag matches, throwaway multi-man tag matches. They've actually put some thought and some, some uh, uh, you know, planning ahead to make that moment special, right? That's what we're, you know, that's what everyone's going to be looking for in this tournament. Who, who pins Shingo or does anybody pin Shingo? Okay, let's say if we're giving you the book, Damon, and you decide how uh, and when Shingo is taking his his first pinfall loss and to who, book it for me. It's either going to happen finals or uh, a, 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 a dome or possibly a dominion. I don't think dominion. I really don't. And I don't think... I think, honestly, I think finals of best of the Super Junior. I think that if, if you, you're going to take a, fa- a fall, it's got to be a big marquee, big time spot, as I like to say. Why not do it, Sumo Hall? That that would be a that would be a that would be a location. Or you're holding off until Dome season. You're not going to do it on a you know a random road to show. You put too much thought and too much effort to 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 not have him do that. Um, so that, th- those are, those are, those are the big marquee places where that's going to happen in my eyes. All right. And another question about, uh, another entrant here, uh, RBX 2000 says, best of the super juniors theory, any chance Osprey goes undefeated and they debit him into the IWGP title match at Dominion. Hmm. Possible. I don't know if, uh. I mean, to me, it's a two-dog race, right? Am I am I off in that? This tournament is 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 between Osprey and Shingo. Am I? Am I? Is there anybody else? Is there a no? Dark that, that's got to be the final. I mean, they got to sell out Sumo Hall for that. And I think uh, I keep saying it, I've been saying it for months, but Shingo against Osprey is a money match. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I don't tend to agree. I I agree. All right. So then, who's taking the fall there? Who's losing? Uh, I would have Osprey lose, and that could, he can do the handshake with Shingo at the end, and that will signal him leaving the junior division. That's exactly what I would do. Okay, so does that match warrant Will to challenge? No, he's got to win, right? If 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 this person's scenario is correct, so I'm going to go with a no. I don't see that happening. Um, I don't see that happening, but I do see that as the final i'm a little tossed up on who i who i would go with though i don't know right now i I don't have an answer right now right now i'm probably 60 40 shingo probably 60 here's here's my fantasy booking thing so shingo beats osprey in the best of super juniors final and then will moves to heavyweight as i just said shingo beats either dragon lee or ishimori who are the winner of uh, the dontaku match at dominion to win the title Hiromu returns late summer and faces Dragon Lee in his return match. Mm-hmm. And then we get a slow, slow build-up to Hiromu versus Shingo at the Dome. Yeah. That's... 
gets Will out of the way, officially makes him heavyweight. Shingo takes over. That we all thought would happen the, the minute he stepped foot from Dragon Gate. Hiromo comes back. Everybody's been waiting and, and clamoring for it and and uh, hoping and, and reading into social media posts and trying to, de- to, de- to break the code. Dominion, big show. Annually, one of the biggest shows for New Japan in the calendar year. And obviously, the Dome. We got two buildings. To, we got, you know, two nights to fill that big building. Hmm. And that's a sexy matchup right there. Yeah. I think you got that laid out. Why aren't we booking this shit? Huh? We've, we've, we're, 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 we're road agents for, for matches. We're booking out. No official podcast. No booking position. Nothing. What about us? Uh, I'm right. This is very unprofessional. Today. I know we're gonna get a <laughs> we're gonna get an iTunes review. <laughs> they keep clamoring uh, for John. <laughs> going back to the Osprey thing about him being a junior, I know I mentioned it last week, but I stand by this now. I've convinced myself that they were expecting Hiromu back sooner, and it's been delayed. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, they've had to hit pump the brakes uh, on the Osprey heavyweight thing. Because they realised that with Hiromu out, they needed him for Best of Super Juniors and for the Best of Super Juniors final. Yeah. So that's why they've been, oh, he's still a junior, he's still a junior, he's still a junior. Whereas that didn't seem the direction earlier in the year. Yeah, that's, that makes sense, actually. I'm going to be surprised. It, it, did, it did seem like it was, you know, pedal to the metal, put Will over on big, big, beefy guys. To establish himself, to kind of wean him off of the, the the that junior label, and then it was oh he's still a junior, he's still a junior, he's still a junior, and again he's going for that never title where, again it's the idea of open weight. Okay, all right. I don't know. He seems like a he seems like a big junior to me. <laughs> we have the biggest juniors in all of pro wrestling. I told you before. I want to scale. What's going to happen is is that. Uh, Will Ospreay is going to cut weight, and he's and they're going to bring a scale into the ring every single match, and he's just going to make it uh, by the hair of his chinny chin chin. Like he's going to take a giant poop backstage and f- and make weight every match. Then finally, uh, at the finals, he's cutting and he's like doing that that thing that UFC fighters do—the water dehydration—and it just totally drains him, and he loses in the finals. That's that's pro wrestling right there, pal. Uh, yeah, so the, the final is just going to be like a severely dehydrated, feeble Will Ospreay who can barely stand. Right. Just getting absolutely get the shit kicked out of him by Shingo. Right, dehydrated, throwing up. Uh, he's puking. They, they take the cameras back. And here's Will. I was going to wear from Will. He's blah, throwing up in the bathroom. Oh, Will, I don't know if he's going to make it. Uh, he's, all just, he's going to the ring. He's just all just. He's, just got, like, he's got an IV drip right, in the ring. Right. right. He's wheeling in like one of those hospital things. Right, right. Oh, man, we should be booking this shit. Oh, my goodness gracious. We are great. All right. A um, few more questions. Uh, Xavier right. Ramirez, who brought us those lovely treats. Yeah, from good it. guy. So I, I yeah. particularly enjoyed the uh, extra flaming Hot Tostitos, Xavier. So thank you for those. Uh, Asked, who wins in the Battle of the Two Dragons, Shingo or Dragon Lee? Pants are down for that one. Pants down? Absolutely. Look, until he loses... It's Shingo, right? Until he loses, it's Shingo. They're going, you know, pedal to the metal. And I think, you know, we know Dragon Lee is in in New Japan for a couple months, right? 
he's committed to his time for a couple months at least. But again, we all kind of feel that there's a window there, right? There's there's an end to that. Um, so at the end of the day, it, it'll be Shingo um, because you know there's more of an investment there. Dragon Lee is a little bit more. I'm going to say a stopgap, but he's you know he's there for a limited amount of time. Um, I like the fact that he's there for longer than a tour. I like that a lot. But uh, we know that there is an end to this, and um, and I think that ends with uh, with Shingo. Liam says, "What are you most excited to see? Taka versus Kanemaru." Taka versus Desperado or Kanemaru versus Desperado because we will be seeing one of those. I think Kanemaru Desperado. I, I would like to see that. Mm. I like that. The two tag tag partners going at it. Yep, yep. And here's the thing too. I don't think it'll be that that nonsense. Oh, they're partners, or they're oh they're on the same faction, and they're going to do something goofy to get around it. You know how like Tai Chi and was it Tai Chi and Kanemaru? In best I think it was Taichi team? and Taka, and that was uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah that's what they, I want. I want, you want uh, Kanemaru versus Taka, like pure bullshit match. Okay, give it to me. You want that? All right. I don't. I don't know. Sure, I want that. Um, I know where they spent. What, what was it, like fifteen minutes? Am I out of <laughs> They didn't touch each other. Touch each other. It's great. That is pretty magical, actually. If you really think about it, that, they were able to pull that off. Like to do that. Uh, I might want to go back and rewatch that just to see. I was how just going to say, I, I think everyone should do that. Yeah, go it's back. It's an underrated piece of wrestling. It is an amazing thing. Like, how do you do that? They did it, and it wasn't terrible. That's the other thing. It wasn't like it was just like it wasn't terrible. And knowing what you know now about the match, you might look at it through a different lens and get even more enjoyment out of it. Because at the time, you're like, all right, what the fuck is happening here? What? How long has it gone? <laughs> right? They haven't even touched each other. So now it might be a little bit, a little bit rosier uh, glasses. Um, hmm, I might go back and watch that. I might go back and watch it. Here's another one that we will probably get because we have Rocky and Yo and Show. I don't think they're going to put Show and Yo in the same block, or will they? So, do you think we're either going to get Rocky versus Show, Rocky versus Yo, or Show versus Yo? Hmm. I I I would think it would be Rocky. I I don't know if they would put Show and Yo in the same blocks because that's an easy fix. And even Kanemaru and uh, and El Desperado, you technically could. I mean, you then you'd get Taka, you know, you get the Taka element. Um, I would say probably not Show and Yo in the same block, but yeah, I, you're more likely to get Rocky. And then I I think it might be student teacher kind of thing. Um, and maybe, maybe it's, you know, whoever's in that block, show or yo, you know, gets the upper hand. I think they would, I think they should get the upper hand over Rocky. I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. I could see Rocky versus yo with Rocky doing the King of Sneaky style stuff. A few like cheeky inside cradles or roll ups. And then yo managing to get the win with his, is it five star clutch? Is that the the move that he had before? So something like that, that would Mm -hmm. be my guess. Uh, Here's another Last scenario for you. This is from uh, on Twitter. Tranquilo Putos. Kushida's gone. Osprey's moving up. Shingo will move up eventually. He's not going to be a junior forever. And Hiromu's still out. So setting the scene here, Damien, we need some new junior stars. So in the final of the best of the super juniors, we have Shingo versus El Desperado. Mm -mm. Desperado wins in a massive upset. Mm -mm. Then afterwards, when 
Dragon Lee stares down Despi. Hiromu shows up so we can add him to the mix. Despi wins the belt off Dragon Lee at Dominion. Hiromu then challenges Despi after the match at Dominion and we get a nice three or four month feud in which we get the match between them at King of Pro Wrestling where Hiromu beats Despi for the belt and then after that match Liger comes out, challenges Hiromu for the belt no. at Wrestle Kingdom since Liger wanted Hiromu to be his final opponent. Now, now you, you, uh, here's the thing. You, you're, 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 I appreciate the effort but Joe, I think your scenario makes much more sense to the people that are involved here, right? You're not going to get, you're not going to put El Desperado. As much as I like El Desperado, you're not going to put El Desperado in that upper echelon mix. You're just not, right? You, 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 there's no need to. Um, you got Will for a month and a half of of this tournament. You got a big show at Sumo Hall. You got Dominion, and then it's you know you can kind of slow burn as you said to to the dome shows there's really no need i don't i don't see the need to get to to make that that new star right now i think i think you're set in stone with what you got uh, at the top and it's great right that, that i don't i i have no complaints over the scenario that you laid out um i I don't have any complaints about the scenario that this person laid out, but I just don't. There's really you're going to get Liger involved. Liger's not here to do this anymore. You know, Liger's here for the for the retirement tour. He's going to play the hits. Um, you know, you're not going to get a new album out of out of Jushin Liger at this point. Um, now, with that being said, some of the most exciting things that I've seen in the past week and a half have been his interactions with Suzuki. I just don't think you're going to be seeing, uh, and I think the Liger doesn't really want to do that. Right, I mean, I think he made it pretty clear, not being in the best of the Super Juniors last year, that you know he's going to let the other people kind of take that mantle and, and run with it. So, now, nah. didn't did he not say that he wanted Hiromu to be his last opponent? I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember that. Um, he may he have. Did. did he? Would you want that? Hmm. Well, so you're asking me, who do I want? Liger's retirement opponent to be yeah and I mean the Suzuki thing we will talk about that later but I don't think they're going to hold off on that no for <laughs> until January so then I don't know who who is going to get rub from beating Jushin like Jushin Thunder like it in his final match I can't think of anyone better than Hiromu yeah they want to bring in like I'm trying to think of like would they bring in anybody like what would be the most important person for Liger to beat? I mean, I'm going to be silly. TJ Perkins. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Kingdom. I think they should bring it. Um, hey, I like the Kingdom. I'm a big Matt Taven fan. He won me over at MSG. Yeah? All right. Got your Tumblr blog all set up? <laughs> Madison Square Taven. Yeah. Os- Osaka Joe Taven. Os- yeah, you're Osaka Joe Taven. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I'm trying to think like who would I want to see Liger in the ring with in his last match? I think like a Tatsumi Fujinami. Would they do that? Horrible. Would it be horrible? <laughs> that would would it be horrible? I mean, yeah. but that's that's more for Liger than anything else. I'm trying just trying to think of a guy that Muta. I mean that would stink too, but yeah, you know maybe. I just I don't see this being this last match being about the match quality, right? 
I don't see that. I see that being about nostalgia and 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 honoring him and all that stuff. Like I just don't see it being, you know, you're not going to. I mean, it could, and it could very well be Hiromo, right? It, it, I mean, listen, if that's what he wants, that's he's going to get what he wants. I just kind of think it's going to be a little bit more. Um, again, more more nostalgia based. Um, now, with that being said, I think the majority of even our listeners, if it were like a Tatsumi Fujinami, I think people would be like, Ugh, right? Kind of the reaction you got, right? I gave you. Um, but, you know, they've trotted out like Sayama before, right? And they trotted out Naoki Sano before, and they trotted out, you know, Ultimo Dragon before. I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be somebody of that, cut from that cloth, legendary um, as opposed to passing of a torch. I could be dead wrong, though. What about Kawato? If they really want to strap the rocket to him and give him that rub. That's a name. That's a name. That's a name that's been brought up many times, right? Maybe not many times, but a few times. That's, that's, that's a, I think that's a good name. I think it's a good name. And here's the thing. If, if, we're, if we're talking about rockets and strapping them on hot, <laughs> we are uh, that's a name right I don't think Hiromo needs that right certainly doesn't Kuato coming back from excursion mm-hmm. just saying just saying All right, well, let's get uh, into some of these shows that took place in the past week. So, first of all, Damon, what were your thoughts on the commentary debut of one juicy Gino Gambino? Uh, I, look, I think it, I think it's harder than people give credit for. All right, is that the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Easy for me to say. Uh, I think it's harder than it looks, and... You know, he even admitted, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, his first comment was, hey, I'm nervous as shit. <laughs> you know, uh, he's a good dude. I I met him once um, and he's actually a member of Real Hero Eric's classic Japanese uh, Facebook group. Um, and that's how um, we met him. We met him right outside of a TGI Fridays as he was going into the dome as he when he did um, Wrestle Kingdom and the uh, Rumble. Um, I thought he did. I thought, I thought he did well. I thought he. Did, I thought he did well. I, th- I thought he knew when to get out of the way of Kevin Kelly, and I think he knew kind of like when to add his spice. Um, I thought it was weird when you know, obviously he's a Bullet Club member, so he's going to be pro Bullet Club. But it, but it, like he just switched a, a switch and went heel, right? And then he went back to being, you know, regular color commentator guy. Um. But I thought he did well. I mean, look, the bar is low when it comes to color commentating. You know, with Lanny Poffo setting that bar, <laughs> like, like that's really the criteria. Are you better than Lanny Poffo? And I, I think the majority of the people that they bring in are. Um, where does he fit in in color commentating? Uh, you know, I think he's under Carino and Callis and. Uh, I think under Chris at this point, but uh, I think he's solid in the middle, right? Wasn't the worst, wasn't the best. I think he did a good job. First time out of the gate, eh, I think he did a good job. I think he did well. Yeah, I agree. I think he did his job, which was to put over the wrestlers and put over the match and the storylines. 
and not necessarily to put himself over. Right. Uh, yeah, he wasn't intrusive. He, I felt he added to my job at the matches. So uh, for uh, first time out, I thought he did really well. Yeah. Um, other thing, Damon, I wanted to mention that I hadn't noticed actually, but a few people have brought up is the fact that we have no more Ayato Yoshida. Mm. What happened? Well, I've read a few different postulations online. Could be fallout from the situation with Taka, Michinoku and the K-Dojo. Uh, he has, Yoshida has been, he was, he did used to be on the New Japan roster page, but he's been removed and he hasn't worked a show since the anniversary show. And that, when, and that card was announced when Taka was still with K-Dojo. Uh, but there is also the fact that he is the champion now and therefore the face of the new company. So maybe that could have been compensation for him uh, not jumping with Taka and saying goodbye to the New Japan link. So huh. a few different ideas there. We sent word out, right? We did, we, I, I saw that you, 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 that you sent out the question. We had not received any answer on that. Um, huh. Yeah, I hate to speculate on that, but it does seem weird, doesn't it? Like why, you know... Do you think it's do you think it's something shady? I don't know. I mean, it could just be uh, a case of company loyalty, but I mean that would be really extreme. To, I mean, I understand staying with a company like Dragon Gate or All Japan or Noah and resisting the temptation to go to New Japan, but to stay with K Dojo, right, out of company loyalty would be ridiculous. Yeah, that's just insane. Um, yeah, there, I mean. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I really don't know. It's hard for me to even speculate. Like like because that makes like just the logic of that makes nothing. I mean, again, a lot of times people make decisions based off of that loyalty and and. But yeah, that just seems a weird you know to, to hang your hat on that. Christ. Uh yeah, maybe we'll get word. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get word soon. I don't know. I know. I know. We put out the feelers to. We asked the question. Let's put it that way. Haven't heard back. We are serious investigative journalists, if nothing else, Damon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we had three shows from Krakowin Hall, and in my brain, they've all just mushed into one big show. So yes. it's going to be <laughs> difficult for me to pick out uh, anything specific to talk about, because I feel like I've watched about a million LIJ versus uh, Chaos tag team, mark team, uh, multi-man tag team matches i have really enjoyed the young line stuff i think yuya uemura and yotsuji and ren narita shota umino have been doing a fantastic job so big thumbs up for them i've been really enjoying their stuff what about you yeah i uh actually last night i was watching some stuff and i know it's we've we've kind of been at the forefront of this 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 uh, narrative, so to speak. But LIJ and those multi-man tag matches, shoulders consistently at least good. Sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they are really fucking good, right? And it's every single tour, it seems like. You're getting a taste of it. Would it be an absolute would I be off my rocker if I were to say to you, Joel, LIJ at the very least should be nominated for tag team of the year. 
And I would scare I, I would venture to guess that if we put them on the ballot, they should absolutely get recognition and they would get my vote for at least placing in the top three for tag team of the year. Every so, single every single show, we get a multi-man tag. And we're the first to kind of point and laugh at that. But every single show that they're on, they at least deliver a really good match. Right? They deserve it. So you're suggesting we put on the ballot just sort of miscellaneous multi-man LIJ tag team? Well, okay. We did it with uh, the Never, right? Didn't we do that in the Never uh, situation? We had them. We had a, 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 a representative. I think, And I think it was LIJ, wasn't it? Wasn't it Bushi? Uh, uh, Evil and, and Sonata, wasn't it? Uh, I can't remember now, but I know I support the idea, and you're totally right because every time these matches happen, you always get the people watching it live saying, That was great, that was a terrific multi man match, you know, four stars, and it just happens every single night. The consistency with which they deliver entertaining matches is remarkable considering these are nothing shows. Right. And there's no incentive for them to go out and do stuff like, for example, uh, Naito and Ibushi doing hurricane runners off the top rope with a guy landing on their heads. We think, why the fuck are you doing that in a 10-man tag team match? But they do it just because I don't know why they do it. Uh, maybe the, a sense of uh, duty and obligation to put on a ruddy good show for the fans. Yeah. Uh, doesn't that deserve to be mentioned? Doesn't that deserve a tip of the cap? Doesn't that deserve, uh, to me, their tag team of the year? Now, again, traditionally tag team, two people, right? And it is, to me, you need to do a little bit more when you are that traditional tag team. It's just two of you. You don't have the luxury of, you know, doing your hot shit, taking a powder, and then letting somebody else, you know, get in. And, you know, you're not doing anything for, for, for five minutes. But, but it doesn't feel that way in their matches. It really doesn't. It feels like there's constant action. There's constantly things going. It doesn't feel paint-by-numbers either. right? It could very easily turn into WWF 1989 house show where you're doing the same fucking match around the circuit. right? I don't get that sense ever. It feels like we see the same matches, but we don't see the same match um, and the same construction and the same layout. No, uh, you know, I I really feel like if this were a tag team of any company, we would be we would be clamoring and we would be trumpeting the the and and singing the praises of this tag team because it's every single night and they don't have to do what they do, but it's every single night and yet we sit here and we say, oh, okay, here's another one, here's another one. When you do the previews for these shows, trust me, I'm rolling my fucking eyes and I'm tuning out in my head. But every single fucking time they deliver. Joel, guess what? They were the best match on this LePay show that just ended today. They were the best match. That, that multi-man tag match, LIJ and Chaos and Ibushi, that was the best match on the show. Best match on the show. And I'll go to my fucking grave saying it. It was better than I think Jay we're going to have an argument. Okay. <laughs> we can have an argument later on in this right. show. Let's let's save it. All right. But I'm telling you right now, I'm putting them on the fucking ballot, and they're going to get first place votes. And if they don't, it's a crying fucking shame because they deliver every single night. And just because it's a multi-man doesn't necessarily – whatever, three, four, five, ten – I don't give a shit. They deliver every fucking time. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that at all. 
it's one of these things where I think if a different company were to put on a match of that quality, like one of these 10-man tags, in the main event of, I don't know, their weekly television show or one of their monthly specials, then there would be a lot of people giving it five stars and calling it match of the year. Yep. Yep. Let me tell you something. That mat- Those matches beat anything on Raw on any given fucking week. They beat anything, beat anything on-, on WrestleMania. They beat anything on WrestleMania. Yeah. You can put that fucking shit there. If you put that LIJ multi-man tag on WrestleMania, the biggest stage of them all, you put them in that, it's match of the fucking night. Telling you right now. And you can get the fuck up the street if you think otherwise. I'm applauding. Thank you. Thank you. You're not going to get that? Just, just leave it. Li- <laughs> hey, get Chris Charles. Bring that kind of passion, huh? You, you, you ain't got it in you. Come on. All right. Wintless says, uh, why is Uemura versus Suji the most interesting feud in New Japan? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? How interested are you in this Uemura versus Suji feud? Do you think it is near the top of most interesting feuds in the company? No. <laughs> no. But um, what it does do is it makes that, that opening match uh, 10,000 times more interesting than than it has any right to be. And that's, again, that's just being smart with the, the way that they book this out. I, again, I, I mentioned it last week. I, I'm not the biggest fan of having them trade wins. But I guess that might be just a progression, right? You know, they're, they're finding ways. You know, they're both progressing at the same rate. And they're now, you know, able to find ways to beat each other. And they're kind of doing it at the same time. You know, I was listening to our old shows and we had a strong zero bet over who would take the first win in the series. So I owe you a strong zero. Yeah! You picked Suji and there you go. Fuck yes! You know what? Somebody sent something in our Discord that they were selling strong zeros in Australia. Did you see that? Uh, Yeah, I think I did. Did you see the prices? Was it very, very expensive? Oh, ridiculous. It was like eight bucks. Australian. Eight bucks. For one can, like a 12-ounce can. Yeah. Oh, I want to go back to Japan so bad. Eric's coming home soon. He better be bringing back a fucking suitcase of Strong Zeros. Yeah, some of those nice waffles. I miss them so much. I I know what I miss. And you you probably have it a little bit closer than me because I don't mean. I miss a really good ramen. Oh, a fucking good ramen. Oh my god! And a good. Tonkatsu. I'm a big fan of the 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 tonkotsu ramen with yes. the pork bone broth yes. that has been bubbling away for twenty hours and has got the consistency of double cream and tastes like an abattoir. Yeah, and it's got those thick slices of fatty char grilled caramelized chashu pork. Ah, oh, it's good shit. Oh yeah, I think I have an erection. I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of stuff to add to the uh, highlight reel. From, from you got it. We're on fire. All right, let's talk a bit about uh, Mikey Nichols because some people have suggested that he has taken David Finley's spot in the company, being that Finley's injured. (laughs) Wow, congratulations. (laughs) uh, Teaming up with Juice and figuring into this Chase and Farley situation. So do you think there's any truth to that? And also just give me your general thoughts on Mikey Nichols' output this week. I mean, I'm going to be truthful. I mean, I really don't think that David Finley's position is up for grabs. You know what I mean? I don't think 
I don't think Gator was sitting there saying, "Oh, I need a, I need a, I need a, uh, an Australian to fill the gap of David Finley." Uh, so, I mean, he, he's there at this point, right? Um, I, I don't. The, the feedback. I'll give you my take, and then I'll give you the. Well, I'll, I'll flip it. I'll give you the feedback that I'm seeing first, and I'll give you my take. It's not been overwhelmingly positive. Like it feels like that, you know, people are kind of waiting for that next level, and they just don't feel it with him. They just don't feel that he's. Um, I don't know if 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 it's he's a tag team wrestler and he doesn't quite fit the mold of the singles wrestler, or he's not. It's just people just aren't feeling it, right? I'm kind of in the same boat, um, and I and and I was one of the people that was really excited when he came in. I was really excited. I thought it was a really good signing and a really good move. Um, and again, maybe this is just a placeholder for him until, uh, you know, his partner comes to town. Maybe. I, I don't feel, I don't feel he's connected. I don't feel like he's fit. Fit. I don't feel, I feel like he's being shoehorned in. And I just don't feel like it's been a, a natural progression for, yet. Um, I think in the ring, it's been somewhat clunky. Um, it hasn't been, hasn't delivered, you know, in quality. And, you know, it's not something that I'm going out of my way to tune into. So I think there's a lot of room for growth. Uh, I don't think being in that David Finley role is, is in a, and again, we joke about that David Finley role, but it's really not the, you know, you're going to be looking at the lights a lot if that's the role. Um, but no, I just, I just. I haven't felt it yet. I don't think it's a good fit, and I think it's, I think it's just a stopgap until he gets his his tag team partner in, in town. I thought he did a decent match, uh, as we talked about last week in the match he had with Chase Owens. I thought that was okay, but he has done very little in the past week to elevate himself out of Jag territory for me. Uh, we do have a question from Ben Drake who says, "Are we finally going to get a break from Mad Mikey Nichols singles matches after the loss to Bad Luck Fale?" So he took a loss to Fale on this Hino Kuni show. Do you think that has sort of knocked him back down the pecking order? Because I thought he might get a win there and then challenge Juice for the US title, but he didn't. He lost, and not only did he lose, he lost to the Grenade, which is not even Fale's primary finisher. So to me, that seemed to be a getting your lane kind of move. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to put it. Um, what did you think of his match with Chase Owens recently? Yeah, as I said, I think it was decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it was laid out, it was Chase Owens doing long periods of control, yep. and Mikey Nichols working from underneath as the baby face in peril, which I think worked for me better than very very. <clears throat> excuse me, very, very angry Mikey Nichols in the Okada match in the New Japan Cup. So I thought that was an improvement, but uh, it wasn't anything that made me think, wow, this guy's going to be making some waves in New Japan. Right. Like when you think of debuts and you think of you know first time outs, I think a guy like Gresham impressed. I think a guy like ACH impressed. I think a guy like, you know, you remember back with Zach, you know, was when he came over from Noah. It felt like he made a bigger splash. Um, Even Flip Gordon, yeah. you know, I wasn't a big fan of it, but he did make an impression, and it was a memorable debut in that on a rising. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of names that we just mentioned. I, you know what? I'm going to give you a name too. 
and and people might not agree, and that's why we're here. I'll give you I'll give you Beer City Bruiser. I think oh, he was great, right? Okay, he was really good. Okay, right. I think he made a bigger impression than than Mikey Nichols. I really do. Punishment Martinez. Uh, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> um, but, but you know what I mean, though. Like I, I, I like, and you know that honor rising show where, where do you, who do you, right, uh, Goto, right? Was it was Goto that he went against? Um, I thought that did. I thought that was. You know, I thought you know, given the opportunities that that Nichols has had, as opposed to you know all those people. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like. I mean, you got a singles match in New Japan Cup against Okada, right? That's you got big. You got a big match against Fale. You got a singles match against Chase Owens. I don't think any of them have been anything to do backflips over. I don't know. That's a lot of chances as well, isn't it? Right. That's a lot of singles matches. That's right. more than a fair amount of people in the company get. That, that's that's what we were saying. Uh, it, I like. I want to believe that there's more left in the tank, but I don't understand why there would be more left in the tank when you have those opportunities, right? Like, I, explain to me why there would be more left in the tank. To me, you've got a wide range of different opponents, and nothing's really felt like it's stuck. So what's the common denominator here? Right? So... I don't know. I got a shoulder shrug it right now until I see otherwise. Also on the Wednesday Karakuin show, we had the special Jushin Thunder Liger 30 year anniversary match where uh, interestingly we had Kanemaru picking up the pin there with a small package hold. So I suspect they're trying to heat him up for best of the super juniors, but we have the ongoing feud between Jushin Thunder Liger and Mineral Suzuki and uh, our numerous sources have suggested to us that this Liger versus Suzuki thing was not originally planned. It was not something out of Gado's notebook. It was something that began organically uh, between the, the two wrestlers and has just taken on a life of its own from there. So bearing that in mind, what are your thoughts on this feud? Well, one, if if they're going, if anybody's going to have liberties to kind of do that, it would be those two gentlemen, right? They would have the, you know, they, they would have the space to breathe to be able to do something like that. I I I, I kind of take that a little bit with a grain of salt, in the sense of, um, in 2019, do we let pro wrestlers, no matter who they are or what they do, kind of do that? do that old go into business for myself, right? Because maybe that wasn't a direction that they were looking to go into. Um, so I, I would think that there might be a little bit of a, a little bit more structure than, than what might originally be, I, we, we were led on to. With that being said, again, if anybody's going to have that, th- those liberties and that space to do something like that, it would be them. And why not? How fucking fun is, uh, is this little program? And it's simple. And it's and it's and it, and it and it's not this convoluted nine steps to get there and all this fantasy booking and all the the most exciting thing about it is is that Liger is like you know fuck you you're a bully you ain't gonna push me around I've been here too long and Suzuki's like you're a fuck up you know what I kicked your ass come before. and fight me in the fucking streets motherfucker yeah, yeah and Liger's like anybody can fucking fight in the street any fucking Tom Dick or Harry could go fucking duke it out in the streets that's not what people paid for. It's not what the fucking people paid for. 
pay for pro wrestling in this hollowed ring, sacred ring. And you're going to cut. But I'm, why am I cutting a promo? I'm cutting a promo right now. <laughs> I'm pretty good. Uh, but that's what he's saying. What's and the I, payoff? Where, where do you think this ends? Because I, I thought that would be a very fine semi-main event for first night at the Dome. Liger versus Suzuki. Not not exactly career versus career, but I'm retiring, you put your career on the line match. Right. And I thought the kind of style of match they could work, it could be a lot of hard-hitting, a bit of grappling, submission stuff. You wouldn't have to have... Uh, Liger going 100 miles an hour, doing lots of high-flying, high-risk stuff, as he might do against other juniors. I thought that... And there would have been really cool dynamics with the evil bad guy, Suzuki, against the uh, lovable hero who's got his, you know, one day left to a retirement. I thought there would be uh, a lot of value to that. Yeah. They don't have to... Like, they could... Like, those two guys, would that would be a perfect 10-minute sprint. 10... You know, in between 10 and 15 minutes. I don't think you want to go over 15 with that. But that would be a perfect sprinty match where they could get a lot of shit in, a lot of meaningful stuff, a lot of callback spots, um, and just go balls out. I mean, again, with all due respect, you got two 50-year-old guys in there. Um, I can't imagine them holding out this long to the dome. So I think something would have to be settled. But but yeah, like a, a nice little uh, you know no DQ match or something along those lines where they where they settle things. Uh, again, Dominion might be a nice little home for that, right? Can we stretch it out till Dominion? I think so, right? Uh, I would be I would be very look again. I said it before. I even almost opened the show with it. It's it's some of the most exciting things uh, in the company right now is that little meaningless and I don't, I don't want to say meaningless but you know middle of the card program is some of the most exciting things for me right now in new japan okay let's talk about some of the tag uh title matches that we've seen on monday there was a never open weight six-man tag team championship match with the champions taguchi yano and makabe making their second successful defense against the team of hikaleo tangalo and tamatonga with uh, makabe pinning hikaleo after a king kong knee drop and i'm gonna lump it in with a match that we saw today from wrestling hinokuni because they were not dissimilar where we had the iwgp tag team championship match with tangalo and tamatonga making their successful second defense against Yano and Makabe with Tamatonga defeating Makabe uh, in 14 minutes 50 seconds after a schoolboy. So it seems that for this never open weight championship matches the, the six man matches they've leaned into the comedy stuff so uh, you're getting a lot of shenanigans a lot of bullshit you've got obviously Yano and Taguchi in the same team so there's a lot of silliness and I can't really uh, argue with that I think it's a it makes sense given that no one really gives a shit about these titles Um and the tag team championship match from today, you know, a lot of brawling in the crowds, uh, a lot of shenanigans. Crowd seemed to get into it by the end. Maccab- there were quite loud ch- chants for Maccabe. Uh, I did buy into some of the near falls when he got the King Kong knee drop. I thought, oh, we're going to get new champions. So uh, they did get me invested by the end. But uh, all in all, two matches together, not the most uh, thrilling encounters of the week. I like Bullock. I like G.O.D., until it's time to get in the ring <laughs> and go. Um, yeah, I, I remember when we previewed the, the tag title match. And we were hoping, sprint, brawl, get in, 
get out. That didn't happen. And they're getting heat on Yano. And they're 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 doing their slow, methodical tag team style wrestling that real I, I, to me having them be this power team just does nothing for me. If they could find a way to make again sprint quick, get in, get out, I think that suits them much better than slow plotting, big thumping, you know, blows to the back. You know, that's the stuff that, that you know doesn't work for them for me. Doesn't work. Um, I'm I'm glad that we're done with this 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 GBH. Most violent. Pl- I, I don't care. Yano and Makabe, I'm 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 done with. It, this this match, <laughs> did nothing for me. <laughs> it really didn't. Um, I'm I'm barely scraping three. Barely sca- scraping three. Uh, I'm I'm just glad it's over. It's not a to me. It's not a fresh matchup. It, it, to me, it's. It, and here's the thing, too. Neither team plays off each other's strengths. Neither team plays off each other's strengths. It it was it was worked in a in a way that we had dreaded, and we got what we got. We got a, a match that barely scraped three. We complain about the tag division a lot, but who the hell are going to challenge for these titles? Uh, does anyone care? That's the problem. Uh, and, well, Killer Elite Squad, please bring them back. Re- okay, here's. Oh, here's what I feel like I've seen that a thousand times, but yeah, that's that like that's that's what we're saying. Like that's our option. There's no right one now. else. I, There's no one else. Who? Give me, give me one name. Who would you bring in? I mean, are, are, are they chasing Ch- Ujiro? Make them a tag team. I don't know if Ujiro's healthy again. What about the Briscoes? Well, they're building up to that match, uh, War of the Worlds, right. if I'm not mistaken. So right. we will be getting that, but on ROH programming. What, do you think maybe they do the same at Dominion? They get the Briscoes in for that? Uh, does that sound more interesting than anything else? Like, give me a yeah, tag but, team. I mean, yeah. I have a distinct lack of alternatives. Let me ask you this. Enzo. Cass. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> No, you don't want that. Come on, what about that Twitter beef? What about what about those videos going back and forth? Huh? I did enjoy those videos. Yeah, I have to say, they were good. They were pretty good, actually. I mean, if they could, could they have the match just contested by doing uh, Twitter selfie videos instead of actually pro wrestling? In the ring, <laughs> right? Right, and we all vote, and somebody will have to put in that that gif. You know, the one where it's like the, the kids are all standing there and, the, and then one kid runs back and he's like, oh, everybody's like, yeah, oh. yeah. I was yeah. just thinking that. I was literally just thinking that, David. <laughs> you know, and then somebody also will have one where it's the new day eating popcorn because that's in everyone, too. Uh, I hate people. I really fucking hate people. Get creative, a little creative. Like every thread, every Twitter you know, thing that turns it's, it's this I, I it's paint by numbers at this point. Everybody's gotta have their it's the same fucking dumb shit that you see every time. I like you just wait for it. You just scroll. Oh, there's the popcorn gif. Okay, great. Oh, there's uh uh it's uh, there's the, that one, you know, where, the, where everybody's jumping around and the kid runs by with his hands on his hand. Oh, right, there's that one. 
Uh, what are, what are the other ones? Are, what, what do we have on on that on the on the list? Um, what do we have? Vince McMahon falling over, stunned. You know that one? You know he's in the chair at the desk in the ring and he falls over because he's so stunned. Yep. Yeah, we'll have that yep, one yep. too. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, people! I hate. Ugh. Fucking, get cr- a creative bone in your body. Sick of it. All right. Uh, yeah, that would be better than having that. But again, Briscoes. I'll go Briscoes or. At least there's something there that they've, they've built up. Um, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't want Lance and and Davy Boy in there. I want I want Lance Davy Boy singles. I really do. I'm done with Killer Elite Squad. Get, uh, bring back Lance singles. Make him a monster. Bring back Davy Boy Smith. Give him something other than comedy to make him happy. Do something with him. You have you have really talented people that you're just fucking wasting. Just saying. Let's move on to talk about a tag team match that was actually good, which was on the uh, Friday show in Hiroshima, the Road to Wrestling Dontaku, Aki no Kuni Sengoku Emaki. And the main event on this show was the IWGP Junior Tag Championship match with the champions Sho and Yo making their first successful defense against the challengers Bushi and Shingo Takagi in 25 minutes with Yo pinning Bushi following a dragon suplex hold. Uh, off the bat, I want to say I thought this was a very, very good match. Really enjoyed it. I'm like four stars for it. But my okay, two hot takes here. One, I think they are in danger of overexposing this show versus Shingo feud. And Jojo Remy on the Slack put it best. He said, "I don't want to watch these tag matches because I don't want to see all of the spots from their singles match that's going to inevitably coming up." And I think there is something to that. I think there's only so long I can sustain my excitement and my hype for seeing them facing off against each other when I've seen them squaring off for a combined total of it must be like close to an hour now with all the tag matches and tag title matches that they've had together. Uh, over the last few months right. uh, that said I do think they did uh, ratchet their feud up to the next level and there were some really cool spots in this match like the Larry exchange where uh, show finally managed to take oh my yeah, alarm's it, going off if it's for me I'm not here okay just I'm going to power through it where show managed to finally take Shingo off his feet with a Lariat and then there was a really cool moment where Shingo was about to flatten Yo with a pumping bomber but then show pushed Yo out of the way like something out of in the line of fire and took the bullet for him ate the Lariat but stayed standing so I thought there were some really nice moments there but I think they do need to pump the brakes on that a bit because I don't want to see the entire feud before they've had a chance to have a singles match my other hot take is I don't think that Shingo and Bushi are a good tag team because these okay my the type of tag team match that I like Damon is where you get sort of four mini matches and that's a bit formulaic I like like NXT takeover kind of tag matches where you get person A versus person C and then person A versus person D and then person B versus person C then person B versus person D and then there's a big scramble in the closing stretch and we get an exciting finish these matches you get 80% Shingo versus Show, with a little bit of Yo and Bushi sprinkled in. And I, to be fair, I do like that it's different. And I'm not criticising them for booking it that way because it makes sense because I think Sho and Shingo are the kayfabe, more powerful uh, components of their respective tag team. So I understand why they're doing it like that. And again, I like the fact that it's different. But again, it did feel a bit like a singles match with two other dudes hanging around. Um, and the finish, I think, it was notable for having Show holding back Shingo 
and uh, Yo getting the pinfall. And he's using a new move. He's using a dragon suplex hold. So overall, I thought it was a really good match. I enjoyed it a lot, but not exactly what I want from tag team wrestling. It didn't feel like tag team wrestling to me. Uh, so, all right. I, and I agree with you on a lot of your points. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit more, I don't, not, not, just a different point of view. I love their tag matches. And I'll tell you why, because they are junior tag matches, and it's very easy to fall into this is what a junior does. And that might be labeled as flips and dangerous moves and all of that that you associate with junior-style pro wrestling. This didn't feel that way. These matches don't feel that way. In fact, I think they go out of their way to not be that. Right? These tag matches are hard-hitting. And again, those those axe bomber spots or lariat spot, whatever you want to call. It, I mean, they're they're teeing off at each other. And again, you know, the the one of the biggest criticisms of a show is you know something that they can't control is his fucking height, and he's just teeing off on Shingo, and vice versa. Like I like that a lot. I like the mat. I like the way these matches are structured and laid out so that they don't fall into those junior traps we'll call them where it just turns into spot fest city i never felt that in in any of these matches with these two um i like their dynamic i like the fact that it is a little bit of a showcase for the people that i'm most interested in seeing um truth be told i'm not necessarily tuning out with when bushi comes in but i'm a lot i'm i know i'm i'm at the edge of my seat with show and shingo right Uh, to me that's what's drawing me in so two things I really liked. One, the structure, the style, the fact that it doesn't fall into the junior heavyweight uh, narrative. These are heavyweight title matches. These are more, I'll go out and say, these are more heavyweight style tag matches than, than, than what you're getting with the heavyweight tag titles. If these were heavyweight tag title matches, I don't think anyone would be complaining. In fact, I think we'd be praising the tag division, right? But it's this idea of this is what tag team rest or junior tag team wrestling is that they are ripping up, wiping their ass with it, and throwing it out the window. And that I appreciate and love. So, no, I love these matches more than just about anything else on the show. Right. And I guess that's something that is symptomatic of the way wrestling's moving these days that the lines between what is junior wrestling and what is heavyweight wrestling are not as fixed as they once were because you see we have massive dudes like uh, the War Machine or War Raiders or the Viking Experience or the Viking Raiders or whatever the fuck they're being called these days. Two huge dudes doing flips and cartwheels um, whereas we're seeing the quote-unquote junior tag guys in New Japan um, lariating the shit out of each other and suplexing each other and stuff. So... Uh, I guess those things are more fluid than they used to be. Let me ask you this. What would you rather have? Would you rather have heavyweights wrestling like juniors? And I put that in air quotes because, again, everything involves and everything. But you get what I'm, you get my drift. Would you rather have juniors or, excuse me, heavyweights wrestling as juniors or juniors wrestling in a more heavyweight style? Uh, it's not an either or situation. I mean, I can't really place a value judgment on one over the other it depends on the wrestler doesn't it i know know that's a bit of a cop-out if you are to ask me which one do i enjoy more do i enjoy seeing big guys doing lots of flips or do i enjoy 
uh, quote unquote smaller guys uh, battering each other, then uh, I would say the latter. I prefer the juniors wrestling in a heavyweight style. Okay, there you go. I I, I think you're right too. It depends on the person, depends on the um, situation. But yeah, you know, again, branded gun to my head. I'm I don't know. You know what? Heavyweights doing crazy shit flying over top ropes and oh done I mean, sparingly is... i think it's good but if it's happening every week then right. it loses its specialness you know what i think that's really it it's 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 not what they're doing it's when they're doing it is is what's important so yeah maybe you're maybe you're right about that but again i think this this match kind of followed that if this were a heavyweight tag team title match um i think people would be, would have those pants down for sure we also had Kanemaru on Japanese commentary, so I would guess that our next junior tag title program will be Roppongi 3K against Kanemaru and Desperado, again, which feels like we've seen a lot. We saw it at last year's Dominion, so we may be getting that again. Uh, what do you think of Kanemaru's grey hair? Uh, I think it looks really good. Yeah, a little distinguished, right? It looks... Uh... Look, it's amazing when a guy that age can pull, pull off fashion. you got you got to give them bonus points. You know, when you hit a certain age, you know, any any anything extra that somebody does, you got to give them some props. You got to give them a little uh, extra bonus points. So uh, that's what I'm going to do here as well. Uh, Jazz Keegan says, this tour, Yo has been able to express his charisma a lot more, it seems. Is there a chance he could have just as great a singles career as everyone expects Show to have, if not better? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no... There's no guarantee that this is this is going to be show leading the company. If if if, if he, I mean, look, I think the first step is this. This is a this is a junior tag team gimmick, and and I think they're they're going to graduate from this gimmick, and I think that's really going to be the first step. Like you have to you have to graduate from young club boy to something a little bit more I don't want to say serious but you but you get my drift right you, that's not going to be them you know they're not going to be Rapungi 3k for the for their entire wrestling career um now you could go into two two ways one you could go into Stardust genius land where it's a struggle and everything is not quite what you know it, it's the hopes and dreams that you might have. The other way to go is you're going to Los Ingo Bernabalus land, right? Where everything takes off and it just catches fire and you connect with the crowd and everything happens and everything's great. We don't know that. We don't know the answer to that yet. So if that does happen, yeah, absolutely. He's got the talent to do great things in the ring. It's okay. Is he going to be able to be the guy that makes the connection to take off? Um, and that's yet to be seen. I think people see that a little bit more in show and maybe even a little bit more in ring with show, but I think the jury's still out there as well. So I think there's a lot left in the tank when it comes to the creative direction in which way they go, but I think in ring, they both are super fucking talented. They both could do it. Um, it's just kind of where, what the, what the course, you know, they're going to set their sails. Let's see where the fuck they wind up is really what it comes down to. Yeah, agree. It's not a either or situation. The two having successful singles runs are not mutually exclusive. So uh, I think they both have tremendous upside and it's too early to be picking who's going to go higher. Obviously, they seem to be putting more uh, push behind show, but uh, it's early days yet. 
Um, let's talk then about this show that we watched today that you got up very early for. You <laughs> got up at like 4am for it. I didn't realise it was going to be on so early, Damon. I didn't you even know. see the first half of the show. I was in a meeting and then I was like, oh shit, this started at 3 o'clock Japan time. What is going on? Yeah, yeah, 2am Eastern. So I was sitting there and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, I can't stay up because I was actually falling asleep on the couch. And I can't, you know, I can wake up early, but yeah, I woke up early. So, but when I woke up, like when I woke up the first, I had to catch the replay. Uh, when I woke up the first time, I, uh, it was it, like turned it on and it was, you know, they were at, they, they I didn't even see Jay White's post-match presser. Um, it was just the guys at the booth and Liger at the, you know, the table. And I was like, fuck, missed everything. So I had to wait for them to upload the replay, but I caught it. So, um, I, let me, let me take it back. I caught the tag title match and I caught, uh, Jay White and Goto. All right. So our main event then was Jay Whitehall defeating Hiroki Goto in 22 minutes following the Blade Runner. I really like this match, Damon. I thought. Whoa. One, Whoa. Jay White looks great with his scraggly little beard. And I just thought they had really good chemistry. I liked the way Jay White was trying to do his you know, slimy heel prickishness. But with Goto being such a heavy hitter, it was like Goto just needed to catch him once to put him on his ass. So I thought the way that their styles meshed together was really good and they kind of complemented each other because they have uh, not dissimilar move sets. They've got moves with similar setups like the setup to the GTR and the Blade Runner are quite similar because you've got that sort of reverse headlock thing going on. And also they both do Saito suplexes as part of their um, repertoires. Also, there was the spot where uh, Jay White did the Saito suplex to the outside, which the camera totally missed, which is quite funny because you just saw them uh, tumbling behind the the apron. So I thought that was quite hilarious, even though uh, not good from a production point of view. But yeah, I enjoyed this. I found it quite compelling. And then in the closing stretch, oh my goodness, that final couple of minutes. And I know it's kind of treading old ground at this point saying how great New Japan closing stretches are and Jay White has been a bit hit and miss with these reversal sequences because like the one against Will Ospreay and the one against Tanahashi with him reversing the high fly flow was it the high fly flow I think it was the high fly flow wasn't as smooth as it could be but I thought this was tremendous the way that they were sort of going back and forth uh it was just like water it flowed like water I thought it was beautiful the way their moves kind of transitioned into each other and it genuinely looked like a scramble in like an MMA match and the way that not only did Jay White win but he got a clean win he didn't have to uh, punch Goto in the balls he didn't have to have uh, Gato being uh, the, the deciding factor in the match that it was just in the scramble Jay White is one of the most dangerous wrestlers in the company and he got that Blade Runner and I thought Goto put in a tremendous performance here. I thought he, he made Jay White get, continue to look like a star. And I think uh, Juicy Gambino put it very, very well. He said of Jay White, he may not be champion, but he acts like one. So I still think Jay White, even though he's not holding that belt anymore, he has still got that swagger and that bravado, and he still carries himself as a man who belongs in the upper echelons of this company. So I enjoyed it. I'm four and a quarter stars on this one. Wow. Man, I feel like I watched a completely different match. I feel like I I I I I got the 
like there's a Japanese feed, an English commentary feed, and I must have gotten like the Canadian feed or some shit because I'm I couldn't disagree more. I I, I, I to me Goto felt just there was nothing there that Goto gave me that made me feel that this was a New Japan Pro Wrestling main event. I Like, for the entire match, I just was just reminded of he can't deliver in the big spot. He's he's had a terrible year. He's had a terrible two years. He's O-N-whatever in IWGP title matches. He, like, so, you know, to me, the commentary was setting me up for Goto getting a win, right? And I'm waiting for Goto to string together something. And it just wasn't happening. And 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 he was getting cut off at every opportunity. Jay Waite was cutting him off. And that was fine. But it felt like it was we were in quicksand. And we were it, it did not feel like like the the energy and the passion and the excitement of a New Japan Pro Wrestling main event. I did not feel that. In, in any sense in this match. Um, two, again, it felt like we were going in slow motion. When we got to the point where we were hitting that closing stretch, Joel, I'm, if, it, that, to me, that felt so paint by numbers. It, it was painful to me. That, that reverse sequence, that constant, okay, switch, you know, you know, you know, Back and forth, and, and I'm like, okay, we've seen this. It's like it literally has become every match we're doing this. It doesn't. It wouldn't feel as cliche if we saw this every once in a while. This same reversal, 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 reversal. Hit it in every single match. I get the fact that the idea is. Goto is going to try to outmaneuver, get out of this, you know, and then we're going to try. I, I get the idea of it. We're seeing it every single match. And it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, okay, great. Um, the drama of the match, I, I, the, the, the near falls, the kickouts, I, I didn't feel it. Now, again, that might be just because of where I see Hiroki Goto at this point, And I just don't feel him as being a legitimate threat at this point and he's not he's 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 falling beyond that that rung of b b you know that b rung that below that below big name star that he's he's going below that rung and even further down Joel, i i'm i'm nowhere near a 4 nowhere near a 4 i'm being if I'm being generous, I'm three and a half. Generous. Like if I'm really, really giving it out, three and a half is where I'm at. And truth be told, probably not there. I'm being nice. Three and a half is my ceiling. I did not think this was a, a great New Japan Pro Wrestling main event by any stretch of the imagination. It did nothing for me. So who do you chalk that up to? Who do you think was to blame for your lack of enjoyment in this match? I'm telling you what, 
And I like Goto, man, and you, he usually delivers. This this was not Goto's best performance, number one. Um, Jay White was was decent. I don't think this was Jay White's best performance either. I like when you talk about chemistry. I didn't feel it with this one. I I, I just think this was just just not a good matchup, not a good mix. I don't. Again, I don't think I'm not blaming Jay White, but I don't think this was his best performance. And I don't think this is. I don't think we look back in the history of of Goto and put this in his top ten at all. <laughs> Would you put this in a top ten Goto match? Uh, mm. No, know. probably not. Probably not. No. Maybe I'm just starved of Goto singles matches because I can't remember the last time we got one apart, apart from the New Japan Cup. All right. Would you put this in a top ten Jay White match? Hmm. I think so. I think it would sort of be towards the, the bottom end of the ten, real uh, bottom. Be, yeah. I don't know. This did nothing for me, man. I'm sorry. And I know that there's people that hang on to Jay White like it, like it's like he's the Messiah. <sighs> I just didn't feel this one, man. And I, I'm not. I'm not shitting on Jay White because I think there's there's you know his body of work. There's more positive than the, this, this. This was not a shining Jay White moment by any stretch. And truth be told, this was not a shining Goto moment at all. I, it didn't work for me at all on any level. I've got a feeling this is going to be quite a divisive match because I have heard people on either side of the fence so far. So I'll be interested to hear from you, the listeners. What did you think of this match? Uh, what, are, what are the people that are positive saying? Are they saying, are they saying the same things you are? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Let me ask you this: Do you, do you do we know these people, or are they just uh, yeah people, yeah, pe- okay, people we, in the Discord, people oh, whose okay. whose opinions that I uh, respect? Yeah, okay. Would you say? Would you label them as Jay White fans? Uh, one of them, yes. One of them, no. Okay, good. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Hey, look, I could be dead wrong. I could be dead wrong. It, I, I got to tell you honestly how I feel about it. It, 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 did, it didn't connect with me at all. I didn't feel it. Um, what were some of the negatives? What were some of the negatives? Okay, so uh, Tiny Pink Mouse on our Discord says, the match was great, but for me it suffered a tiny bit from the fact that at no time did I think Goto might win. Yeah, I, I, I mean, unless there was this massive rehabilitation that was going to be taking place. No, I didn't feel that. Godo had a snowball's chance. Um, uh, Harley Duncan on the Voices Wrestling Slack says uh, maybe three and three quarters of the main event, close to three and a half. Um, all Jay White closing stretches rule. Just the journey to get there is not my favorite thing. Okay, then that's. I mean, a lot of that is what I was saying. I mean, minus the closing stretch, that feels very repetitive at this point. But okay, fair, fair enough. Um, all right, look, yeah, I, 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 look. If this show is any indicator, this match is going to be. This is going to. You're going to fall on either side of the fence, and that's good. Listen, we're not, we're not just circle jerking and sitting here. You know, yeah, you, you're right and you're right. Okay, that's our show. Hit the music, Dan. You know, that's not what this is. All right, good. I'm glad that we, that we have differing opinions. Good. 
I'm right. Yeah, I was excited <laughs> when we had our little chat before we started recording. I was like, yeah, we're going to disagree on something. It's right. always quite yeah, thrilling when that happens. Uh, let's talk attendances. Apparent, well, I heard Kevin Kelly on the broadcast. I'm fairly certain I heard him say it was sold out. And I thought, wow, like that would be remarkable for this pretty weak card to sell out uh, in Kumamoto, which is a notoriously difficult town to, to do well in. But uh, apparently the attendance was 2,702 people uh, compared to last year, which was 3,435. So if those numbers are, are correct, then that's a bit of a drop from last year, which was Suzuki and Naito for the IC title. So Naito, Suzuki, both big draws. Naito's a huge draw. IC title, I think, is a bit of a draw in itself. So this having uh, just a singles match on top with nothing at stake and not really much support from the rest of the cards... If uh, if that's correct, two thousand seven hundred two feels about right to me. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, look, I, I'm not blaming Kevin, if, even if you know he's you know he's he's there to hype, you know, and you know the crowd's literally hanging off the rafters, you know, from the Gorilla Monsoon School of Broadcasting. Um, yeah, icy title, Naito Suzuki. Yeah, I mean, that's you got something sexy on top. That's that 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 right there is 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 a strong reason why you're not going to have the same numbers that you did before uh let's preview these dontaku shows then so friday uh, in fukuoka we have uh renderita shota umino tomaki homa versus yuya oemura yotosuji and tohenare uh ryusuke taguchi tiger mask jushin thunder liger yoshihashi versus takamichinoku el desperado kanemaru and suzuki third match is sweet spot second match sweet spot Uh, third match, we got Osprey. He's back. Osprey, Yano, and Makabe versus Hikuleo, Tamatonga, and Tangaloa. Fourth match, we've got Sho, Yo, and Ibushi versus Shingo, Bushi, and Naito. That will be great. You can set your watch to that. Fifth match, we got Mikey Nichols, Juice Robinson, and Hiroki Goto versus Chase Owens, Fale, and Jay Hawaito. Sixth match, we have a special tag match with Ishii and Okada versus Evil and Sanada. That, mm-hmm. again, I'm sure that will be really good. Yep. Uh, seventh match, we have the Never Openweight Championship match. Jeff Cobb, the champion, defending against Taichi. I'm really looking forward to this one, Damon. What are your expectations for this? You want to do a cartwheel? I still haven't delivered on my first cartwheel. I'm working Dub- on it. I'm taking cartwheel lessons from a little girl in my class. Are you? Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's 21. <laughs> uh, you didn't mention that. Uh, how about this? You want to go double or nothing? Double or nothing? Um, you coward. What, what are we saying? Four stars? Four stars. Usual sources? Usual panel? Usual panel? Usual sources? Um, Cartwheel deathmatch so five? What? <laughs> it might even be six. I don't know. Listeners, uh, let me know. Listen, uh, yeah, I'm four, I'm okay. four. double no. or nothing. Let's double go. Double or nothing. All right. So here's here's what the double or nothing is. You're gonna do you're gonna do one cartwheel, right? But you're gonna do it shirtless. I don't. Why, why am I shirtless? I don't know. Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I, I really just think it creepy. Listen, you're gonna lick your lips and <laughs> wear this dress. Um I don't know. We just I can't chew- do a shirtless cartwheel in front of a nine-year-old girl. I'll, That's true, I'll, too. I'll lose my job for that. That's a good point. Um, all right, well, are we just doing two cartwheels? 
Uh, I don't know. You I tell mean, cause me. Because once, <laughs> once you do one, it's like, okay, you know, it kind of loses its luster after the second one. Um, all right, but it's two. It's two cartwheels. Got to do two cartwheels. Back to back. You're like, you can't just do one and then pause and laugh and giggle. You got to get right. your ass Double up cartwheel. Double cartwheel. All right, done. Book it. Cartwheel death match. Uh, double or nothing. Love it. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Is that it? That's the preview for the match. That's it. That's our. You want a preview? I mean, I thought I thought I sold it. Look, more people are going to be looking forward to the fucking cartwheel than this match. I'm going to be nah. You know what? This match is going to be all right. Um, I don't think it hits before though. But this is the first time that I can recollect these two guys working together, right? In a singles, right? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you think there's going to be plenty of shenanigans, right? This yeah, has bu- this has will. bullshit written all over, right? Yeah, I mean, most Tai Chi matches have bullshit. Uh, just saying, if you get Tai Chi Ishii, you know, that's that. Mm, that was one of my favorite matches of the year. Yeah, so good. You think we're going to get that? You think we're going to get that here with Jeff Cobb? If you're asking me, is Jeff Cobb as good as Tomohiro Ishii? The answer is no, but uh, I think there's going to be an interesting dynamic here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, have always said that I think Cobb is at his best with someone who can fly around the ring for him and okay. do lots of crazy bumps. And Tai Chi is not that guy. Right. So I'm kind of talking myself out of this cartwheel <laughs> death match here. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it anymore. One uh, cart, you get one cartwheel. I think this is not going to be four stars. So but not, I will really enjoy it. All right. Let, all right. So let's, uh, let's let, let, all right. Just saying. Cartwheel death match. Are you in or out? Four stars being the ceiling. Tai Chi. Jeff Cobb, in or out? And now I won't mention it again. Out because I think oh, the, the, ca- the, ca- well, the casual <laughs> fans they're not going to enjoy it as much as me. I will think it's four stars, but other people will be like, "Oh no, tight she did bullshit. It was boring." Yeah. <laughs> Why do we got to sound like that? I think you're gonna she's gonna be distracted by Jeff's Cobb's penis again. He's <laughs> <laughs> got, got a good dick. What can I say? <laughs> You said it all. You said it all. All right. Uh, no. All right. Sorry to disappoint everybody. Listen, I tried to get a bit. Tried to get you know people in. And, you know, you you can hit Joel up directly and let him know he's a coward. Just all right. All right. Now we got that settled. All right. Uh, so that's what we got to look forward to, right? Yeah, uh, main event, we got IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Dragon Lee defending against Taiji Ishimori. This is going to be a fucking banger. It is going to be a banger. It's going to be fucking great, actually. I mean, definitely over four, right? Yes, easily, easily. Uh, I, I think Ishimori is having a low-key great year. Yeah, he sure is. Whew. And then they're going to give it time, space. This could be really fucking good. And here's the thing, too. I don't think they're going to pace themselves. I don't think this is a match where you have anything to worry about where we're going to be sitting in a fucking chin lock for 10 minutes. They're going to go. I'm going to set a bar. And I'm, I'm super excited for this match. Four and a half. You think it goes over four and a half? What, are you asking me? Do I think it's going to be four and a half? I'm, I'm set, yeah, four and a half or better. Um, I think four and a half would be the ceiling. I can't see it going higher than that. I, I'm going over. I'll take the over. Main event, 
Main event. Big show. Of, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a, a, a big show of the year. Dantaku, right? Would you consider this a big show of the year? No. No? No, it's Dantaku. It's like a, is it even a B show? Oh, I mean, they're, they're, a they're spreading it so thin that it's hard to say. I mean, it's below King of Pro Wrestling. Historically, Dantaku, well, you're probably right at that. I don't know. It's a bigger, it's a bigger show. B-level It's show. on the level of like a, a destruction or a new beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. All right. If I'm saying A shows are Wrestle Kingdom, Dominion, MSG, B shows, uh, Sakura Genesis, King Pro Wrestling. Mm, maybe it's maybe this is a C show. Oh, I mean historically, I mean they were doing the, the Fukuoka Dome. You know, this used to be a big show of the year. It used to be a real big show of the year. Yeah, was, times change. Well, times have fucking changed. Wow, we're already we're dropping this fucker to a C. Woo. Eh, I'm going B still. I'm still going B. I wonder what people think. Is this a B show or a C show? Hey, anyway, it's a main event for the fucking junior title. They're going to give it time. It's going to be great. I'm saying over four right here, right now. Yeah, I... Mm, mm, how long do you think they get? How many minutes? 20. 20? 20? Yeah, That's maybe a a, maybe a hair maybe an ass hair over twenty, but yeah, I think twenty is good. I mean, considering they only got what like eight minutes, seven right. eight minutes at Madison Square Garden, it was fucking great. Right, right. Now again, it's it's easier to do an eight minute sprint than a twenty minute match, but I'm not worried about any the, the, for with these two motherfuckers. Come on, I'm not worried at all. This would be great. Hey, who wins? Who wins these two matches? We we didn't even pick a winner for Cobb against Taichi. We didn't. You think Tai Chi wins? I have a feeling Dominion is going to be like MSG rematch central. So I have a feeling we might get Osprey Cobb again at Dominion. I tell you what, Cobb retains. Yeah. If well, I'll tell you what. If you were to t- you know ask me who of these two matches, if, and we assume that there's going to be one title change. Who's which one's changing? I I truly believe it'll be uh, Tai Chi winning. I do. So I'm going to go Tai Chi, and then I'm going to say Dragon Lee retained at Dontaco. Okay. And give me a match for uh, Dominion then. With uh, the Never, Tai Chi Osprey, and. Um, Dragon Lee against what are you thinking well it's whoever's winning best of the super juniors so Shingo Battle of the Dragons yeah I do I think it's what we're looking at yep book it hmm I think Cobb is retaining. I think Ishimori is going to win it back. I don't think you would have Ishimori taking a clean loss in a big championship match to uh, a quote-unquote outsider. So I'm going to pick Ishimori here. And I think your Dominion match is going to be Ishimori against Shingo, which I think is a, a really big match and has the potential to, let's say you put that maybe third from the top and 
does very very well. I think you're you you keep in Dragon Lee for at least a couple more months. I mean, I get the point of of having Ishimori drop, you know, take a fall here when he's the guy that's sticking around. Huh. I'll stick with it. I'm I'm sticking. I'm sticking with Tai Chi and uh, and Dragon Lee. That's what I'll go with. All right, and then Dontaku Night Two on Saturday, our opening match. Well, this should be good. Uh, Narita and Umino versus Uemura and Suji. Match two, we got Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Hinare, Yoshihashi, and Cobb against Taka, Desperado, Kanemaru, Suzuki, and Taichi. Third match, we got Liger, Yano, Makabe versus Jado, Tangela, Tamatonga. Fourth match, Homma, Mikey Nichols, Juice, and Goto versus Hikaleo, Chase, Owens, Bad Luck Farley, and Jay White. Fifth match, we have Will Ospreay and Dragon Lee versus Taiji Ishimori and X. El Phantasmo, yes. And then do we want El Phantasmo picking up a pinfall here to establish himself as a threat to the junior division? Yeah. I know my my audio probably didn't pop up uh, on the last one because I've, I've been muting myself. Um, so it probably didn't get recorded. But yes, I do think it's El Phantasmo memo. Um, and I think it will be a great match. You're, this question is, I'm sorry, Joel. Do you think El Fantasmo needs to pick up the pinfall in this match to establish himself as a threat to the junior division? And if so, who does he pin? Osprey or Dragon Lee? Yes, and... I would not be surprised if it's Osprey. As silly as it sounds. I would not be surprised if it's Osprey. Um, Osprey is the kind of guy who'd be like, "Yeah, fuck it, come on, pin me, right. let's go." Right. That's kind of what my train of thought was. I would, yeah, I'll go that route. Uh, sick match. Then we have another one of these mouthwatering prospects: Shoyo and Ibushi versus Shingo Bushi and Naito. Whew. Seventh match, special singles match, Tomohiro Ishii versus King of Darkness Evil. And I've really enjoyed their interactions, like two balls going at it in the middle of the ring. And I think being opposite from Ishii has helped elevate Evil and kind of cranked up his intensity to the next level. I do have a question again. Uh, it's Jazz Keegan here. It says, Evil has recently been getting monster reaction everywhere he goes. Is it possible he leapfrogs Naito soon in terms of popularity and gets more heavyweight title matches and possibly a legitimate run with a belt? I don't think he's ever going to uh, leapfrog Naito, but I do think he is underrated in his popularity with the domestic fans, particularly in Osaka. So I've got big expectations from this match. I think Evil is going to pick up the win here and... I think he's going to challenge Okada at Dominion. I don't think he's... like. I think his ceiling is intercontinental. I can't imagine him getting a heavyweight title run. Um, I don't think he's more popular than Naito. But yeah, I think he's... he's You know, doesn't get appreciated... Enough appreciation from people and, and, and in his role. He's a gatekeeper for LIJ, though. Let's be truthful. That's his role. He's a gatekeeper in LIJ. He's not Goto, but he's a, he's a gatekeeper for LIJ. Popular one, but he's a gatekeeper in LIJ. He's not he's not overnight though by any stretch. Do you think he wins in this match? Sure. Yes. And then will we see him later on in the evening? Do you think that is used to propel him to challenge at the end of the night? 
Could be. I'm. Are you excited for Evil Okada? Be honest. They will put on a good match, yep. and I like Evil, but I don't believe that there's any chance of him winning the belt, which does limit my enjoyment so much. Because when I go into a big show like a Dominion, I want to believe that there's, you've got to have a credible challenger. But unless they've got something big up their sleeve, they, as we've talked about many, many times in recent weeks, they're running out of challenges. Okay, now that was going to be my question. Is that a problem? Is that a challenge right now for New Japan in the sense well, I of... I did say that. Right. After Okada won the belt back, I asked you, I said, do you think there's a problem with staleness given that Okada has beaten all these guys already and he's just sort of going the second time around with a lot of them? And there were a few guys that he hadn't faced in that big title run from his own stable, admittedly. You're talking about Goto and Ishii and people like that. But I'm not sitting here demanding, I want to see Goto versus Okada for the title or Ishii versus Okada for the title. I just think that is an endemic problem in them putting the belt back on Okada without... I mean, maybe they do have someone in mind, but without having a sexy challenger lined up for Dominion, which is how it seems at the moment. And I could be taking a massive L when we review the show next Sunday. If they did wheel out a new challenger, we think, wow, that was brilliant. Why didn't we think of X being the challenger? But at the moment, it does feel like, ah, this guy again. And and here's the problem. It's not, I, I don't think the problem is necessarily with Okada. To me, the problem is with everyone else that is challenging hasn't had any growth. Like, what growth has evil had as a character, as a, as a wrestler, as a person in LIJ? Like, where has his growth been? He's the same guy. So I don't necessarily blame the fact that you're putting the title on the best pro wrestler in the world. I don't got a problem with that. I got a problem with... What what makes this person now challenging for the title at Dominion any different from the guy that we saw a year ago or two years ago challenging wherever? That's the, that's the problem that I have. I don't see the people that are potential challengers being elevated or being any growth to the person or any other reason for him to challenge. He's just... The guy that's challenging. That's that's where I think people are missing that element of freshness, newness. Not necessarily with the actual people. It's you can have the same people, but what's what's the the, the motivation behind him challenging now as opposed to a year ago or two years ago? And beating a chaos gatekeeper <laughs> is not it. Is what you're right. saying? In my eye, no, it's not. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't know what else to say. Hey, circle jerk. <laughs> All right, let's talk about main event. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Okada versus Sanada. They had a really good match in the New Japan Cup final, which I think for both of us made us sit up and take notice and think, hmm, maybe Sanada has pushed on to the next level. But again, as we've just been talking about, I don't see him as a credible threat to Okada. So the way I'm approaching this match is, can it be better than the New Japan Cup final match that they had? And even then, it's sort of dramatically compromised because I thought 
Sanada had more chance of winning that New Japan Cup than he does of winning the IWGP heavyweight title here. And even then, in that New Japan Cup final, I didn't buy him as winning that. And here, he's got a snowball's chance in hell. Feels like it, doesn't it? Um, right. He, he got a title shot because he took Okada to, you know, we'll, we'll call it his limit in, in New Japan Cup. Doesn't doesn't seem my motivation going into this match is okay. You set yourself a nice bar, right? You you had me a doubter to a certain degree. Sit up, take notice. Great. Now, can what can we do to build off of that when it comes to the matches? When it comes to the match quality, because you're right. To me, tuning into this, it doesn't feel like Sonata is the guy that's going to wrestle a. Uh, title away from Okada. Like, what would be the point in that? Sadly, though, it does mean that Sonata takes another, another loss. Again, the long-term story, I think everyone is kind of in agreement that we're seeing Naito Okada eventually come January. It is tearing through LIJ part of that narrative? Right, that he tears through the entire LIG and LIG, LIJ, um, to finally say, "Okay, Naito steps up, and here we go." Um, makes sense. I could see that, but again, th- where we are in this rung of the ladder, it doesn't seem to me to be one of those matches where, ooh, this could go either way. It doesn't feel that way. I'm going into this looking at, okay, Sonata, here's the bar that you set in New Japan Cup. Can we can we go above that and really turn me on to you as a pro wrestler? Yeah, so I don't really know what else we can say about uh, in terms of previewing this match because we're both looking at the same angle. Uh, can they do better than the New Japan Cup match? And that's about it because he's not a credible threat to the title. Not Not in my eyes. Not in my eyes. Now, again, there's people that love Sonata and, and, and will root and you know, with all of their heart. But, you know, look, if you could t- if you can step outside that box, what, why would you, why would, you, why would he win the title? Makes no sense. But here we go. I, g- we I guess go. there is progression here uh, in the way that we are discussing Sonata because before it might have been, can Sonata have a great match? Now it's, he did have a great match. Can he have an even better match than that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, that's I, I. I'm going into this match with with okay. I'm, I'm my expectations are great match, right? That's I'm, that's where I'm going in, and I be I would be disappointed if a great match wasn't delivered. I really feel like we're going to get a great match. That's awesome. I'm I'm fucking pumped for that. That element of watching pro wrestling of ooh, where where's this where where are we going with this? I I don't feel that at all. Like like you know, and you and truth be told, let's be honest here, we're not getting that a ton in any pro wrestling, right? That, I mean, that's unfortunately where we've evolved as being fans, but um, the most exciting pro wrestling that you get is when you don't, you don't have a feel of which, which way it could go. Um, you know, kind of like that Okada J white match where are they really going to switch the title twice? And are they going to give, you know, we're going to have that big Okada moment in Madison square garden. They, they, to me, that's fun. That 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 makes pro wrestling ten times more enjoyable. All right. Well, let's dig into some of the questions then. Uh, let's go to Discord first. 
Uh, Kiwi Skunt says, can we get Damon's thought on the Tavares trade that was supposedly the missing piece for the Leafs, yet they still can't oh. get past Boston? Well, really? We're going to fucking do this? Um, and, the, and the kicker, yeah, the kicker is in that, Joel, is that. So uh, in the summer, free agency, uh, Leafs signed John Tavares, who was the New York Islanders' best player. And a, and, a, and a great player, and he had a great season. And truth be told, he had a great series. It might not have been on the scoreboard, but he shut down, and he's not really a defensive player, but he shut down Boston's top line. John Tavares had a good fucking year and a good playoff. I'm not blaming the loss on Tavares. Look, it was game seven. Obviously, the Leafs lost again to the Bruins. They should have won game six at home, but okay, uh, look, it took me a, it took me a good forty eight hours to kind of shake that one off. I'm not gonna lie, it was, that was not good. Um, no, I'm not blaming Tavares for that, and hey, and and good for the Islanders. But unfortunately, Islanders are down two nothing to fucking Carolina. So uh, up the street, we'll be there. We'll be there again. But yeah, this is gonna be a long summer. I'm not gonna lie, this one hurt. But eh, I'm a Leafs fan. I'm used to it. I'm used to getting a fist in the ass. <sighs> If it makes you feel any better, Damon, Arsenal have totally shit the bed as well. We've yeah. lost our last three matches. And <sighs> just the whole thing is just sliding down the toilet. It's why awful, are we fans? Awful. Why are we? Why do we do this to ourselves? I mean, you know what well, I mean? That's like, why I watch wrestling, Damon, because there's yeah. someone who can actually write the finishes of this stuff to make me satisfied and happy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It, Unless it you're a brutal. Naito fan. Right, right, of course. It's just brutal, isn't it? Being a fucking fan of a team, it's fucking brutal. Like and, and and here's the thing, I've distanced myself from that so much covering sports. I've distanced myself so much from it. Oh, it's still just like, what the fuck am I? Why am I? Well, I'm wasting my time. Since October, I watched every fucking game. Why? Why do I do this? Why the fuck do I do this? All right, very good. Uh, Mikey Havi says, in the spirit of the recent Avengers movies, what if? Thanos snaps his fingers and Okada, Naito, Ibushi, White and Tana all disintegrate and die. Oh my God. Uh, assuming the rest of the roster is intact, who do you put the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental belts on? Um, heavyweight, I am putting the title on Osprey. And I'm putting the intercontinental on Zack Sabre No, swapping it around. Heavyweight on Zack, intercontinental on Osprey. For a British takeover. Okay. What would, I don't understand the first part. So basically, uh, Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, Ibushi, JY, all gone. Who do you put the top two belts on? Um, I would go Intercontinental, Zach. I would go... I might go... Oh, you said jy has gone. Who's gone? Ibushi? Yeah, he's Ibushi? gone. Yeah. Uh, not, not, uh, Okada's gone. Tanahashi's gone. Yep. Jay White's gone. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, Okada's not gone, right? You said Okada. Yeah, gone. he's gone. The top, oh, yeah. Who did I top five all gone. Tanahashi, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's gone. Okay. I just, I, I thought you said four though. Um. Okay. Um. I would go heavyweight title. Why not? Let's go fucking Sonata. Why not? I'll go Sonata. Mm. I'll go Sonata and then uh, 
uh, Zach at the intercontinental level, and then uh, I'll go Juice with the Never. What do you think of that? I like it. Book it. Book it. D the Great says, uh, hello, gentlemen, long-time listener on Stitcher. Just got the oh. equipment to join the Discord. Which wrestler who the equipment? Never held what, a What equipment title? do you need to join Discord? What equipment? <laughs> That's a good question. What the fuck do you uh, need? You need a phone? You don't never... have a phone? Who doesn't have a phone? What equipment do you need? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he means the digital equipment, downloading the wonderful Discord app. So you what, do you got a crank phone? To... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you got? I'm tired. Uh, just, uh, okay. What wrestler who has never held a singles title would you like to see get a push to a belt? Uh, Sanada has never held singles, has he? No. Yeah, let's go with Sanada. Chomohiro Ishii. He's had he, he's never. He's yeah, he's had, had never. He's had never. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Do we count that as a title? Oh, yeah, we do. Yep, Sonata sounds good to me. That sounds like a good pick. Sure, let's go there. Uh, Booze Leprechaun Nicole says, why does the Phillies bullpen continue to be a dumpster fire? <laughs> there you are. Uh, you know, you're familiar with the, what a bullpen is, Joel, right? Are you familiar with what this uh, is? No, no. Okay. What's that? So uh, uh, a pitcher, baseball, right? The guy throws the ball to the plate to get the batters out, right? Strike him out. Uh, you have starting pitchers, right? So you have pitchers that are traditionally more starting the game and try to go as deep as possible. And then you have specialty pitchers that really work like one or two innings, right? That are just really trying to get three outs, right? And then they're done, right? And they might, you might have situational matchups where you have a left-handed hitter. So you want a a right-handed thrower because traditionally numbers wise, righties versus lefty batters perform better and vice versa. So you're trying to get matchups and shit. So that's the bullpen. So it's all those pitchers that are those specialty pitchers um, that that you put in later in the game to, you know, whatever. And then you have a real specialty, like a closer, they call them, to, you know, usually working the last inning to just get three outs. And you're just trying to blow fucking by them. Um, So it's a specialized skill. So the Phillies have decent starting pitching, but their bullpen, they'll, they'll, they'll be winning games going into like sixth, seventh inning. Um, and then they bring in these specialty pitchers, and they just fucking shit the bed, and other teams scoring runs, and you know they make it closer than it has to be, or they fucking lose the game. Why? Because we have a manager that loves that that situational shit, and will take people in and out based off of analytics and situational things. And I'm a huge analytics fan, but sometimes it's just common sense. Leave a hot hand in, or uh, stop going to just that the matchup and just get the best fucking pitcher on the mound just to get the fuck out of the inning. Um, and we don't do that. So that's why our, our bullpen's a dumpster fire because we have a manager that loves that, that matchup. He thinks he's fucking playing fucking chess or something. And, and, and it's simple. Just get three outs. That's all you need. Thank you. Uh, Didi says something we've been talking about earlier. Who would you pair to strengthen the tag divisions right now? I know. I always say this: uh, Ishii and Goto. They yep. are two singles wrestlers who are doing fuck all at the moment, apart from gatekeeping. And I think they would be—they're uh, in the same faction. They're doing nothing. The tag division's dying on its ass. It makes sense. Yep, I want that. Or I would take a. How about a Juice and a Jeff Cobb tag team? How, how, how's that sound? Well, Juice has got singles commitments, and so does Jeff Cobb. But okay, well, that could be easily <laughs> wiped off. We can wipe wipe the slate clean there, right? Whatever happened? I mean, again, what happened to Suzuki and Zach? What happened there? Why don't we hmm. seeing that? Hmm. 
yeah, I forgot about that tag team. Yeah. They challenged at New Beginning, yep. lost, and then stopped, was it. stopped teaming up. Yeah. I, again, we have There we go. There's two teams, with two guys who are not doing anything right now, who would freshen up the tag division instantly. Immensely. Yep. Instantly, immensely. And Joel, we didn't even try. Yeah. Dominion. Give me Dominion. IWGP heavyweight tag team match. Ishii and Goto versus Zack and Suzuki. That would be fucking great. Right? Right? We fixed years of shit in... Uh, one fell swoop. Huh? One, we're not even trying. Why is it so fucking difficult? Well, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. How about that, Michael Craven? Huh? How about that for content? <laughs> I'm still sore about it, apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a, a long healing process, Damon. It's day by day. I know, it hurts. All right. All right uh, Mixel Plick says, um, there's a lot of questions here. So I'm going to pick up one of them. Uh, do you think Ibushi versus Osprey for the Intercontinental and for real this time just trying to have the best match possible could headline night one of this is Tokyo Dome? Ibushi Osprey? Yeah, for IC title. Could it? Could it um, yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, but, but again, you can't just make the match and plop it in the fucking dome. Like, if you're headlining a dome, you better have a good story behind it um, to have people buy tickets. Um, so could they do it? Sure. Will they do it? I don't think so. Um, I but- think I think night one of the dome will get... Co-main is going to be Liger's retirement match. And the main event, I'm thinking Ibushi Tanahashi for the IC title. Because it does seem to be the direction it's going long term with Ibushi talking about... Uh, his reverence for God for Tanahashi and the amazing match they had in the G1 final last year. I think that will be a tremendous main event for night one at the Dome. I'm, I'm in agreement. So, uh, and then you follow that up with uh, Okada Naito. So I think those are your two money matches going into a double shot at the Dome. Uh, Tyler, who's helping us out with the meetup for Dallas, says um, any block slash G1 in Dallas predictions you want to make? Yeah, I'll be there. Um, I actually had the, I actually, I had the conversation. I had the, the sly conversation of, oh, you know, I got to go to this thing. So I'm going to start start just putting a little bit of money aside. She looks at me and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? You know all the shit we got to fucking pay for? And I'm like, I know, but sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so at least I had to get over that hurdle. That's a big hurdle. That's a big fucking hurdle. Um, so there we go. Um Predictions. I think we get an Okada block. So whatever block Okada is in, I think he main events night one. I don't know who, but I think I think you have to close with something big. You can't close with, um, you know, you can't close with a shitty block main event. It's got to. It's going to be a Dallas will be a solid. Night one, and usually night one usually has a nice, tasty main event. This is going to be a tasty main event night one, and I think Okada's in it. I don't know against who because you have to think somebody's got to get on that fucking house mic and 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 give a little bit of a speech. I think Okada's your guy to close out a show. So let's let's book that. Yeah, it would have to be a match that they've already done. They're not going to 
waste one of their right. protective matches. So you're, I don't think you're going to get like Okada Ibushi no. or Okada Naito or anything like that. It could be like maybe Okada Ishii. That would be a fun one. Or you mm-hmm. could, do, uh, again, we had a New Japan Cup or Okada Osprey. If you put an Osprey in there, that would be a good one. So uh, plenty of options there. Yeah. Uh, gun to my head, I'd say Okada Ishii, I think, would be a really fun main event for that show. That would be sexy. That that would be sexy. And again, Lance can sell some more tickets. That'd be nice. Uh, Jeremy says, question for Music Damon. Is there a band that you really enjoyed that broke up or got taken away from you too soon? One of my favorite up-and-coming bands from England's called Hers got killed by a drunk driver, and it's really upsetting to me. I'm just curious if you could relate to that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I answered this question already before. Um, maybe I did. Maybe I did. we did it personally. I don't know. Um, maybe not in that fashion. Like, yeah, I mean, the, a death would be woof. Um... And I feel like I could put in excess in that in that group, but like I feel like I got like a nice run aside from you know I'm passing away. Um, blah, 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 blah. um, to me, I think the Smiths I would say got taken away a little quick for me because um, I was a little bit late to the party in the late '80s with them. I, I did I certainly wasn't on board right from the beginning. I didn't really have an opportunity to hear them. Uh, but you know, you catch up later on. So I'll go with the Smiths. Um, yeah, I think that breakup was a little quick. They they had a very short run, only like four or five years. To be honest with you, um, you know the Beatles. I'm going to throw a fact at you. You know the Beatles only really had a seven year run as a band total. Wow, look it up. Seven years. All that shit that they produced for, and all the the, the changes that they went through, like musically. Seven years. It's only oh, seven or eight years. Like some, like under ten. It's amazing. Fucking unbelievable. So, uh, but I'll go Smiths. Uh, Vase Collector four twenty says, <laughs> which NJPW hunk gets the most stanky on his hang down during his off time? So I think this means what? which wrestlers having the most sex? Um, Juice Robinson clearly. We went stanky on the what? And the what? What does that mean? Like vagina? Like I, I see. Here's the thing. I'm going to say this. I think vaginas are great. I've never had a smelly vagina. Have you ever had a smelly vagina, Joel? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I never have. Like, I, like, like, never. I think it's overrated. I think people are. I think people overrate that. I think it's become like a, like a, like a, like a. Like, a, like I just never really had one. Maybe I've just only been with women who've taken care of themselves. I don't know. Never really had a bad one. Never. Ha- I, I don't have any horror. You ever have a horror story? I've enjoyed all my experiences. Every vagina's been good. Okay, good. See, yeah, the vaginas have been good to me. I love a vagina. Stank on the. Uh, come on, stop. I don't. No, I, I, I don't. I think that might just be slang because in the the uh, questions thread, people have translated it for me. I just think it means which wrestlers get in the most action. I know, but I, I don't know. I'm a little offended by the stank. No, come on. I don't know. Is stank like? I don't think. I don't know if that means. stank. What, well, what else would I mean? Stinky. Yeah. Do you know that song? Do the stanky leg. Do that stanky leg. You know what I mean? Do you know the song? Right, I'm going to look it up now. Stanky Watch me nay nay. Watch me nay nay. Watch me whip. Watch me nay nay. You know that song? Down with the kids, aren't you? I don't know I'm what right. you're talking about. You know that fucking song. Watch me whip. Watch me nay nay. Watch me whip. You don't know that fucking song? Don't make uh... me look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Slam a bitch, leaving me. No, hanging. I listen. I listen to wrestling theme tunes. I listen uh, to video yeah, game music. Yeah, come on, That's I'm it. sure Molly fucking put that on the, in the car, and you're like uh, bobbing your head. 
singing and you watch me nag nag. Well, they had the line, do the stanky leg. And I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean he shit his pants? Like, is that what the stanky leg means? Do the stanky leg? Okay, I'm on uh, Urban Dictionary. There's All quite right. a few definitions. Uh, right, one me. of them it says uh, a synonym for vagina. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the question is who is getting the most All right. uh, sexual intercourse? All right, coitus, if you will. Um, I would say Juice or Jay White. Right? I mean, Juice is pretty notorious. Oh, Juice definitely. He's yeah. out there shagging regular as clockwork. Yeah, yeah. He's just plowing through Japan. <laughs> just fucking. Uh, and I would think Jay White too, right? I think Jay White's probably just fucking tossing his DNA every every which way. Rapongi is littered with Jay White DNA. Um, yeah, I would say those two. Okay, uh, Lone Magician says it's become a tradition for me to get takeout from a local Mexican place called Don Taco to mm. enjoy while watching Don Taku. Do you guys have any food slash snack favorites whilst watching New Japan? Um, no, because it's usually early in the morning. I'm us- I usually just have like an energy drink. I don't really eat in the morning. I don't really eat until noon. Shockingly, I make up for it during those hours. But um, no, I don't really. I don't really eat a lot when I when I watch. It's usually breakfast time. So maybe like a like if I'm cheating, like my diet's for shit. By the way, um, like a bagel sandwich would be nice. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Um, that's about it. How about you? Uh, I don't have a regular snack, but today while I was watching the show, I was very much enjoying a packet of hot buffalo flavored bugles. Mm. Really good. I enjoy the taste of that, you know, the buffalo wing sauce flavor. Have you tried the tasty cakes yet? The peanut butter uh, candy cakes? <laughs> They're gone, mate. I- I've eaten all of them. They were delicious. Did you like them? Yeah, nice. They were great. I- I'm a big, big fan of the the peanut butter and chocolate combos. Yeah. And aren't they good? The USA. They they do it absolutely wonderfully. Oh, uh, we it know. Seems like like you know half of the chocolate on offer has that combination, and it works. Yeah. yeah, we know how to get you fat, dude. We know how to fucking get you fat. That's for sure. Um, so the Dantaku, real quick. Um, so the first time I went to Japan, it was uh, I went to Dantaku. So I went to Tokyo with me, my wife, and our friend Gabby. Um, and then like I was talking about the show that I was going to, and they're like Dantaku. What the fuck are you going to? And I was like, Don Taku. And they're like, Don Taku. So it was a running thing. So they made like a little like a little puppet out of a paper plate, and that was Don Taco. Not funny, but it happened. And uh, so, yeah, anytime I see Gabby, it's, uh, we, we talk about Don Taco as my favorite pro wrestler. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> okay. enjoy, the, enjoy the show. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Dan, hit the music. All right, let's uh, dive into the Twitter here. Debut says, have you guys noticed that Nakamura has not gotten any new WWE merch in months, and most of his stuff has been on sale for some time. Strange things have happened. Uh, well, we I think we spoke about this before. I've, according to Meltzer, he's re-signed, so uh, don't hold your breath for any uh, Nakamura in New Japan. Correct. Uh, it also says, does it, is it me or does it feel New Japan... Or is it me or does New Japan feel like they're waiting on something? Seems rudderless at the moment. Maybe a new faction incoming. P.S. I'd like to extend a Nelson ha-ha for the Maple Leaf show as well as the recent oh. result of Arsenal. Oh, I'm not answering the question. Yeah, no. fuck that. Ne- yeah. Ne- next what? person. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian says, which will be more miserable to watch through this Hinokuni show or Arsenal's recent... Oh, my God. Oh, people are just piling in on us. Arsenal. Jesus God, Christ. Brian, come I on. We, we, I thought we were friends. We, we met up with you in Tokyo and now you're just... Twisting the knife. Oh. 
Uh, I enjoyed Hinokuni more than uh, Arsenal's recent shower of shit. Uh, Wrestling with my girl says... Any idea on Japanese wrestling fan views, etc., on American pro wrestling, perhaps WWE specifically? Um, I don't, the impression I got seeing some of the feedback from Japanese fans from the Bullet Club G1 shenanigans was that they were comparing that unfavorably to WWE. So the impression I got was that the uh, Japanese fans in general are not too keen on WWE. Uh, did you get the same impression? I think they. Um... I mean, the, the, the people that are Japanese that I know and communicate with, um, and there's a handful, um, they know who they are, um, but it's not like they go out of their way. Like, the, the, the people that I know that live in Japan that are Japanese, none of them, and I, I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm almost certain that none of them say go to like when wwe does their tour in july none of them go to that um they don't watch the weekly show they have like you know this week in the wwe um on samurai tv uh, i mean they're not and they, again they know what they, they know who they are they might not know every storyline to be truthful but they know like you know they know brocks and seth rollins and kevin owens and you know, they know the names and they, they're familiar with it. It would be, I guess, you know what it would be? It would kind of be like the equivalent of us knowing all Japan guys. And we know Champions Carnival and we know what's going on there. But it's not like we're like hardcore in, you know, I have to stay up and watch Champions Carnival, you know, until maybe the finals. Like they'll watch WrestleMania or they'll watch the big shows. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm painting a very broad brush because I'm sure that there are people that are massive WWE fans. But, you know. I think the majority of them are good pro wrestling fans. They know who they are. They're not going out of their way for WWE. Uh, thoughts on Desperado? I feel he could do much more than just shine for one or two months each year. Great in ring, unique promos, awesome mask, big enough to work with heavyweights. Yeah, I, I spoke before. I'm a big fan of El Desperado. And uh, I'm glad that you mentioned his promos there because I think he does have a really uh, interesting uh, delivery, especially wearing a mask and Doing the promos whilst wearing a mask can be quite difficult. And I think he's great. I would like to see when Hiromu's back, them getting an extended feud together. Because as we talked about last year on the show, they have a lot of history together. So, uh, yeah, I think we kind of covered that one before. Um, Chris says, which three players do you want out of Arsenal right now? And when does Kawato return from excursion? Only one player I want out of fucking Skodran Mustafi because he stinks. Uh, Kawato returning from excursion. I have no idea. Because there's not really a blueprint for it. Because Hiromu was gone for years. Uh, whereas other guys have gone for like six months. So if anything I would be erring on the side of a longer excursion. Because he's a young guy. And it seems like he's got quite a lot to learn. Yeah. I mean I think a combination of. Do we have something for this guy when he comes back? And um, is he still you know involved in wherever they're going on an excursion? And again keep in mind that usually. And again not all the time. But. A lot of times they'll do Mexico and then they'll do some stuff in the States or Rev Pro or what have you. So um, there might be another level to that excursion. But um, if, if, listen, if they have something up their sleeves and they're ready to rock and roll with it, they'll bring them back. But um, yeah, I would. I think there's a little bit to go before that happens. Uh, Rocco says, should NJPW merge the US and Never titles, US Never Championship? I think so. I think one or the other. I don't think you need both of those. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it last week how it's just a, you know, it's it's something for lower level 
guys on the card to do. But yeah, for for a prestige and and meaningfulness of that title, I think it's it's, it's a little bit dinged up right now. And Jazz, he asked a lot of questions, but he bought one of our T-shirts. So people who buy the T-shirts, they get their questions read out. Yes. Uh, does Okada seem to have lost a little something character-wise that made him special from his pre-broken Okada run? No, no. I think, uh, you know, when, when you see him climb the turnbuckle and do the pose and you see that shiny gold belt around his waist, everything feels right in the world. Uh, I don't think he's lost a step. I don't think he's lost anything in the character-wise. I'm feeling good about Okada title reign right now. If anything, I feel more invested in him having gone with him on that journey through the broken Okada thing and losing at Wrestle Kingdom yeah. and losing at Dominion. So I feel, uh, yeah, like I'm along for the ride more than I was before where I felt like I was sort of staring up at this sort of untouchable godlike character. And I think it's a good point. You know, you were, you were more invested in the run as opposed to the character and, and you took a little bump. You had, you had a little hardship you had to overcome, a little, little turbulence. And now we're back on course. So I think going, having that down period, yeah, you're right. Maybe it did help him to get to where he is right now, uh, character-wise. So, yeah, I feel like maybe I'm even more invested. So, yep, totally in. Tommy Gunn says, do you feel this is a weak year for NJPW? Uh, no, no, I no. don't. I feel it's a very strong year. Yeah, I don't know where, what, what, why would, why would, I don't know. No, answer the question. I don't. Um no, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I think uh, I think they're, they're they're doing very well creatively, financially, cards, the the future. No, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. And Aspir says, if the rumors about Mania being in Tampa next year are true, if New Japan ran a show there, where is a likely destination? Damon's more knowledgeable about sports, so I figure he'd have an idea about a stadium they could run. So, one, do you think New Japan are going to make this a regular thing, like piggybacking off? Or of uh, WrestleMania, do you think there's a chance we see New Japan running in Tampa next year? And if so, where? Well, they like to bring guys in, um, like all these other promotions like to bring guys in to help fill out their cards. And it's a big weekend, and we know you know it's a destination weekend for pro wrestling fans. Um, I don't feel like it's a you know a bad thing to take advantage of that. You know, run a show in the United States. It the optics of it are very good. You have you have a full house, a full building, a, a jam packed, pumped up, big time pro wrestling fan, uh, you know, filled building. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I really don't. Um, Tampa has a, has a, a hockey stadium. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning play. I forget the name of it. Whatever corporate entity owns it now or has the naming rights to it. Um, so that is an option, a possibility. If W, if you, if WWE doesn't already have that building booked, so I don't know of the smaller arenas in that area. To be quite truthful, I just know that they have a major stadium. But I would, I would assume that WWE might have that building booked. Now they're they're doing the football stadium there for Mania, but that that arena, that indoor arena, would probably be be booked for NXT and Hall of Fame and all that. So the answer to the question, I don't know of a secondary arena in the Tampa area. I'm sure people can chime in who live in that area, but um, I'm sure there's something there's somewhere that they would run um, in that general area. Um, Tampa's not that bad getting around in traffic-wise, all that. That's that's a definitely a driving. You're, you're you're able to drive a lot better than say fucking New York. Um, but to answer the question, I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's leave it there because I'm very, very tired. Yeah, so, me too. I got to get something. 
Um, as always, please do join our Discord. You can find the link to that in the show notes because uh, a lot of interesting discussion to be had there. Uh, please buy one of our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash superjcast. If you buy a t-shirt, I will uh, hotshot your questions to the top of the queue. Massive thank you to Editor Dan. You can visit his YouTube channel, 219 Films. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Give us a five-snake review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at the SuperJCast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye.